cheers to episode 140. I cannot drink heavy. It's 6.30, and I am a little hungover. Hungover? Yeah. Yep. On a Monday? I get hungover from three beers now, so that's a lot. Water for Evan? Alex, nothing? Just got home. No time. Nothing's just even more depressing than just water. It's wild. I just drank a bunch of water at work, so I don't need any more. You might have to get up and pee during the show. Welcome in, everybody, to the number one sports podcast, all-around sports podcast in the state of Michigan. It is 7.33 p.m. Eastern Time, 6.33 p.m. Central Time on Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. And my college football season has officially begun this week. Big game week. Finally, we made it. Made it to November. If you're allowed to play on Saturday. If they even <laughs> let Michigan take the field on Saturday. That's a good point. With the way this thing's trending, with our cancel culture in society, they may not be allowed to play. Um, let's see. On today's show, going to be pretty similar to past shows. A little bit different, though, with the Lions because they had a bye week. Shout out to Evan for a nice little award show idea for the Detroit Too many Lions. awards, Evan. <laughs> you want to hand out the award to everybody on the for- team? Participation yeah. trophies. Fuck no, yeah. for God's sake! Twenty twenty three. Alex, trying to get me to say something. Not okay. Never <laughs> <laughs> forget you WRA. I don't. I haven't took I, WRA. I don't know if I forgot. I just don't know what that is. Hey, you probably didn't have it. No, no. WRA is like the the uh, general writing class you have to take at Michigan State. Oh. I never had to take that. And I took that. I didn't have to take it. JC, sir. Oh, you know what they say about a Washington degree or a Washington student? What is, Who do you what is call the phrase? Somebody that went to WCC. Employed. Employed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bar. Anyways, WRA in our class, we uh, the teacher um, asked the question to the class and you had to pick a side. And the question was, should everybody on the team get a participation trophy in Little League? And oh. 99% of the class said yes, and uh, yours truly said no. <laughs> I went to the other side. That's the funny thing, Alex, because I wrote the same. No. I wrote the same thing. I think pretty sure I was at WCC. I wrote the same thing about participation trophies, how they're bad for society and bad for youth sports. You Do, do you guys know the two worst, worst words in the dictionary? Or two most harmful, the most harmful phrase in the world. Do you know what it is? At least you tried. Hope you had Close. fun. Close. Everyone's Granted a winner. Guesses. Sportsmanship, pass it on. <laughs> that is pretty bad. Um, good job. Good job. Good now, job. What does that mean? <laughs> What's most harmful, the reasoning behind Most harmful phrase, phrase in the world. I don't know. Good job. Then you'll never push yourself to be any better. But just what do you tell to someone that does that? Watch the movie unquote, Whiplash and then you'll, good you'll job. understand. It's from the movie Whiplash. With um, Miles Teller. Yeah, I've always wanted to talk about the Simmons. language in that movie. Really? The thing we were discussing earlier, hmm. that is mentioned many times. There are My some head. of the things that he says to 
his musicians is out of pocket. Wow. It's a really good Absolutely. movie. Heard great I things about recommend. it. I've never seen it, Simmons. but I'll have to watch it. Yeah. He says some out of pocket yeah. stuff. Wait, he almost got canceled after that movie. Well, that's ridiculous. Excuse my French. When was the release? It was, was it? a movie. <laughs> True. I'm not surprised he got. Oh, I actually thought about that after the movie. I was like, wonder if people think this is how he actually talks. And turns out, yeah, he tried to get canceled. I guess according to Evan. Wow. The so world. Detroit, Detroit Tigers. Too fan. intense. He shows up at all their games. People. Uh, yeah. Then here's my advice for those people: don't watch it. Just close your eyes. You don't have to watch it. Nobody's forcing you to watch it. Now, Grant, you need to watch it because I'd like you to be better than what you've been lately. And I think it would really help you. How so? I just think that you're falling into a trap these days and I want you to get out of it. Troll Alex. A couple minutes into the show. This is honesty. I'm not even going to entertain this. You're just saying these vague things. No, I had a conversation with someone about you this week. Or last no. Week. Well, I that yeah, that sounds hot. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, what was that? What was the, the conversation? Road. I'm taking the trap. I'm taking the cheese out of the trap. We and I'm walking into his we're trap. just yeah, you are talking <laughs> yeah, you about are. how we feel that you've you've fallen under this illusion of a brainwashing, and oh, about you football. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> and we feel like you know usually you're pretty reasonable, but all of a sudden. The brainwash has gotten to you. It's it's gotten <laughs> well, into your blood. Yeah, I don't well, think Evan disagrees. I think from my he's a wasn't Evan by the usual. Way. He's a little more biased. It's a little, than usual, but it's because yeah. my team. When you said attack. strap it up today, like Jesus Christ, you're not playing. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like I laughed out loud. I thought that's just you know that's the quick way to summarize all these allegations. Like let's just play the actual game because. To your point, Alex, to our larger point about cancel culture, that is what's happening to Michigan football right now. People want to cancel them forever for cheating no, one time. I don't. That wouldn't be fair. And all they don't want them to play. They want suspensions. No, they want everything right now. No, 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 no. We want, want Jimmy to Boy to get in trouble. We right the team now can play. Which yeah. is crazy. Jimmy doesn't play for the team. To burn. But to be honest, I, I also want the whole program to burn at this point because. Mainly because of your fan base and how, how that's my that's my bias. God speaking. forbid. Yes, my bias up. is speaking. My oh, bias Grant, is speaking let's not let's not go for the whole standing up for themselves. It's more like victim blaming and, uh, you know, pretending that they didn't do anything wrong. That's not standing right. up for your program. All and right. we're not getting into this. and I'm not doing this today. So that's a good lead on to the top. Good lead. Fact or fiction, Alex. Fact or fiction for Alex and Evan. If you were deep into Texas A&M Twitter and they were being accused of the same things and their fan base was behaving this way. You, I don't think fact or fiction, would you have as much hatred in your heart for the fan base because they're not, that's a, rival, not a fact or fiction say. question. That was a yes or no question or fact or fiction. Same thing. Fact. I wouldn't care as much. I hate Michigan. No one's disputing that, but I've right, dealt yeah. with this for 26 years of my life and watched fact, this whole I fan base play yeah. out. I, I would not care. This is nothing new. And this goes deeper than the football program, by the way. The university itself has always been arrogant and stuck up. That is that they're is leaders in the best, Alex. Yeah. They're, they're leaders better than everyone. Best. And they deserve oh, everything but But I'm not getting into it because you but know we've I can thrown, just hate them in my silence. 
on this show, we've thrown that set of the belief out the window because I am the first to admit they're just like every other college team out there that's trying to gain an edge and break rules. So I don't know. You're not what I'm talking that that, about. I think most of their fans would admit. No, people would at least say, that's where you're way wrong. Excuse my French. Evan's gone. I, I've <laughs> seen a lot of people, though, just say, yeah, Connor Stallions broke rules. I don't think that's under dispute anymore. People are willing to uh, say Oh, yeah, that. that's exactly my point. Connor Stallions broke rules, not Michigan broke rules. Why can't it be Michigan broke rules? You saw the bow quote. He worked for that. Yes. Connor Stallions worked for Michigan. So, therefore, the program broke Including rules. Including Jim Harbaugh broke rules. Th- that's where I just can't get to yet because there's zero. there's been zero evidence proven that he has done anything wrong other than – Then Jim's NCAA's. an idiot. That's fine. You Jim agree. Does, Jim is very stupid if he doesn't know that this was happening in his program. You agree. Fact or fiction? Fact. I agree. You have okay. to know. Thank you. See, that's big of you. And I know the other 90% of your brainwashed fan base won't say that. That's fine. But that's why I want the program to burn to the ground. But this all started because you said you were having off-the-record conversations with random people about how I'm being yeah. brainwashed. And I'm just not. Yeah. I think that you've ramped up your arrogance quite a bit in the last week or so. But clearly, you've just had enough. And it's, that's where we're Do, at. It's boiling over. Right. Do you think that there's a correlation between my ramp-up in defense and ramp-up of attacks against the team I root for? We're not attacking you, Graham. You didn't go to Michigan. I was asked. And I'm not attacking. I'm just simple. Well, today I sent two messages that were very clearly attacks. But sending tweets is not attacking. I just want everyone to see things. And I think that's what the other people in the chat. Wyatt has all reasons to to do whatever he wants to do. I was asked to comment today, and that's why I'm just going to (laughs) comment. It wasn't just today specifically. It feels like you've, you've fallen into the Michigan trap a little more lately, and that's all. But parts of it are a trap, and the parts that I'm riding or dying on i don't think are traps because i've sifted through a lot of information i've made my own opinion and i think with michigan state people we've had to suffer and just eat a bunch of shit for things that you know weren't even football related basketball related so we're just extra pissed off about it and that's just how it's going to be and that's valid when your football and basketball program gets dragged for a pedophile serial like insane psychopath you know you know, we know how it is. You don't have to tell us that the media is out to get you. We know more than anybody else how it is. So, so I don't have any sympathy for that. Why don't you just show the empathy? Then? Were you on CNN, like, wow. NBC, ABC, nightly news every single night? Was your university just getting absolutely dragged through the mud for months while you were a student oh. on campus? No. 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 So you don't get it. I'm not pretending to. You get won't it, but get that's it. That's what. But but that's okay, why we're is, that's why we're extra mad because no, I don't I get want... it. I get it. I do understand where the frustration comes from, but at the same time, like in ten years from now, if there's a scandal, like how how often do we just revert back to oh we were mistreated, so that means we can be more angry at a school being mistreated in some ways? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm angry about. I'm angry about Michigan pretending they didn't do anything wrong. And that saying Connor Stallions is just a rogue warrior and that that means Michigan should be okay. And that it's Michigan fans getting mad because Big Ten ADs and coaches are reporting violations against them. That's I mean, yeah. 
I watched Jim Harbaugh cry to the media about the tunnel incident before an investigation even started. And he said that they need to be arrested, basically. Like, yeah, which I don't it's think just all hypocritical is my point. I'm not and even saying he was, but that's just, that's why I get so annoyed. I get it. That's what power high level sports are is everyone's just a hypocrite because everyone's just trying to win. I don't agree with Michigan fans that are just, I, I think my biggest takeaway from this whole thing, experiencing this firsthand, is anyone that's saying something's black and white on this specific case right now, I think is premature. And that's my crux of why I don't think this whole suspend him right now is fair because we're living, we're giving into the mentality in our country that you are guilty until you're proven innocent, not innocent Small pushback. until proven guilty. I thousand percent agree that I, I hate that that is where our country's gone. I do hate that. So I agree with you there. I would say, though, there is very clear video evidence of Connor Stallions all over the place. Yeah. So it's not and like there's no. And he's and he's fired. He's gone. He's not on Michigan's team. He's done. Yeah. He lost his career. Yeah. Yeah. He but he can't he can't be the only one that gets in trouble. And I'm not disagreeing with that. And I'm I don't need saying. I don't need a penalty today or tomorrow. I don't really care. I really don't care about any of it. I just care that the high and mighty were better than you. So it's OK. Garbage. That's what I can't stand. And the whole the media is out to get us stuff like. I don't know. Pete Thamel. Like, right now. I hope you leave that in the pod. I'm going to bleep that, but like that is where I'm at with Pete Thamel and a lot of other people. Listen, I hate ESPN. Well, it's ESPN. Who's, because who's under ESPN now? Yeah, they all sh- and they, they all little they drag us through the mud. SEC. Big SEC. Do you, think, SEC they, do you think they really care? Think they really care about the Big Ten anymore? No. And Fox is being nice to us. It's it's very obvious what the networks want. Fox is being Fox. nice. ESPN. That's Joel Klatt. Joel. Yes. Yep. I just listened to Greg and Dan Greg McElroy and Dan Orlowski around six thirty talk about how oh. Michigan's basically innocent. Dan Orlowski was basically saying how Michigan's innocent. But I don't know how that make you feel because he's your guy. <laughs> he is my guy. I just got pissed off and tried to not listen to it, but I was glued to the TV. <laughs> That little internal battle for Evan. Damn it. At the end of the day, I've said this mm-hmm. every week since this started, accountability. It's all Michigan has to prove, and they can't do it because they're too high and mighty, and they never will. They'll never take accountability, and they just keep deflecting, try to put in it on others, saying, oh, well, these schools cheated. Well, blah, blah. Why not just say, yeah, we all cheated. Right. All right. But also, get the penalties. Let's from get them over coach. With. So a lot of the fans like are to- gaining the personality from their coach, and if their coach isn't going to mount up to – it's really – I just want Jim to be like, either like tell us he knew because he did or public statement that say, I didn't know. I'm a moron. I should be fired for negligence. He can't and talk that, about the scandal per NCAA rules, which is another right. stupid and, thing And he couldn't thing. talk about the Michigan State tunnel incident, but he went to the media immediately and told everyone that they should be suspended. Well, he's allowed to talk about that because it wasn't no, an investigation. No, he wasn't because that was under investigation. Not not by the NCAA yes. minute after the game. Pending investigation, and he immediately went and talked about it. It was just a Solari video that he saw in the locker room that went to the podium. It wasn't an investigation no, yet. Look it up. This is stupid semantics. I like to live in – Well, I don't like gyms. Uh, that's it's totally fine, but that shows it's your stupid. bias to the whole situation. No. Let me just paint you I'm – not, I'm not being biased at all. I think what Jim's doing is incredibly negligent. Yes. After just admitting you wouldn't care if Texas A&M fans were defending their schools hard. 
I think that if Jimbo Fisher did the exact same thing and he was that actually either a super happy. didn't know oh, he's the most I would overrated think, college football <laughs> coach of all time. I would think he's a moron <laughs> if he didn't know, and I'd want him to do the same thing. That's My fine, program's directly the, directly the involved anger, in this because we're anger. forty miles is, away. The anger is from the fans and the is a bias. Walmart people. Yes, from the bias, which is fine. Just admit you have it. We can all operate with our honest intentions. See, I have bias, and I've admitted that. But like, I don't think I'm even remotely off base here, because I have. I'm in group chats, Grant, where I just get constant hate all the time to the point my other friends are just leaving group chats left and right because that your is, fan base is out of control. That actually goes back to a rival Ohio State fan's fault because he brought that fan into his draft night. Okay, that's not – that's an Ohio State problem. I mean, yeah, if you if you want to do the classic Michigan thing where you blame someone else again, yes. Perfect. <laughs> There's people express their fandom in every – different way i just yes agree this all started because you came on here with cryptic messaging saying you're having discussions yes i talked to cody about it when he was mad yes there you go here's a here's a simple question i want you guys to go through with me a thought experiment i want every ohio state michigan state fan to go along with it as well you can close your eyes we can just walk through this alex is doing something with his lights i want him to be focused for this i'm trying to get the fan to turn no, you're not focused right now. You're battling your ceiling fan. It won't turn off. All right. All right. Michigan State has just won two Big Ten championships. They are 8-0, and about to play the biggest game of their year. Okay, this is what You don't have to describe the whole thing. If you're just going to say if we were Michigan right now, how would we feel? Then let's just get to the question. That's, that's what I'm teeing up, essentially. Is that, no shit. You think it's you think it's wrong for Michigan fans and their their legal team to dig up dirt they have on other schools? You think that's like so? Are you saying that Michigan just needs to lay down and let the Big Ten and State pat their bellies and suspend them? Because I will, I'll just disagree with that. I think you should fight if you feel. I understand. Well, you it's all up, up to the Big Ten commissioner. He's got. The I would argue due fighting process. is not. There's no deflecting. such thing as due process with the Big Ten. What do you mean by fighting? They're not fighting what they did. Instead of arguing what they did and saying that the, what they did wasn't wrong, they're just saying, oh, other teams did it, so what we did is okay. That's not fighting. That's just saying, oh, others are doing it. It's just, they're, it but it's, it's all – It's being like, oh, saying it. I get caught cheating on a test. And I'm like, oh, well, Evan in the back left corner was cheating on the test too, but like he didn't get all caught, so pass, obviously baby. he's not going to get in trouble. Yeah, it's just, I don't see the. I don't see what's wrong. Well, as of right now, if, if you want to open the weeds of a Big Ten commissioner doing something unprecedented, why not just expose it all? Like, if you want to go down this path, let's talk about it all in the open about how sign stealing. And I'm saying Michigan's is the worst. I'm not saying what the other teams have done is on the same level. It's not. Connor Stanley's crazy person. He's for the record. He, I don't like need Michigan to get a penalty or not play like I'm going to be fine either way. I don't I ultimately don't really give a shit if they get in trouble because I don't expect them to because of their garbage blue wall anyways. And so I'm not expecting it, so I don't I don't care about that. I care that someone could just be like, "Yeah, we did it. Take your penalty and move on." But they won't. Instead, they're just going to be like, "Oh, well, everybody else is doing it." Instead, there's they just no the guy that got caught though. They fired the guy that got caught. 
so far already before the more punishment will come. They fire the guy that got caught. That admits to. I told you what I need, Jim, to say A, I know, I knew about it. We cheated. Or B, Jim, say, I didn't know about it. I'm very stupid. I should be fired for negligence. That's it. That's all I need. Get that done for me, Grant. So you want your. If they had no evidence linking Mark D'Antonio to this scandal, you'd want him just to lay over and be like, yep, put. I did, it. I just, he have did you hear evidence. what I say, Evan? It's, or Grant? Did you hear what I just said? Yes. If he didn't know he, about it, then tell me you didn't know about it and you're stupid. Tell me that. And he has to get fired for not properly controlling your own <laughs> Because program. he didn't have control of his program. And that's in... Which is an NCAA law and Big Ten law. Correct. Thanks. Not Big Ten law. I looked that up today. It is an NCAA law. So they could skirt that. That's what they're preparing to do. Sorry, also, Evan, I cut you off like three times. I want Evan to get what he wants to say. I don't off. heavily have much of anything besides that. It, as of right now, the facts from the whole Rutgers, Purdue, and Ohio State thing is just coaches communicating with each other, which is not against the law or against any rules, and which happens yeah. all the time with other coaches saying, hey, this is what Michigan has. This is what Michigan's going to do. Totally fine. The whole thing where that is getting all screwed up is because all those other schools are reportedly saying this is Michigan has these signs, and here are Michigan signs. Basically, that's what everybody's. That's what the reports are as of right now. Came out today. Ohio State has nothing to do with the investigation thing. Um, Which if, I was told was a fact, and one hundred percent, Michigan had that against Ohio State, and now it comes out it's not true. So now I question. Obviously, everything. Ohio State just lost, and I wouldn't doubt him them trying to help Purdue in any way, and I wouldn't doubt Brom reaching out to. Ohio State and saying, hey, any of oh, those. I think it's Jeff Brom's not the head coach at Purdue. Uh, this is last year in the Big Ten tournament, Big Ten championship game. That's when it was reported. I'm not talking uh, about this year. Like I said, I don't keep up with this stuff that much. I just cool. get angry. Um, I do, and I love it. Um, <laughs> I'm happy for you. I just want to watch a factory burn down to the ground. It'd be funny. It would I'd be feel bad. Really funny. I'd feel a teensy bit bad for Grant if he didn't get to watch Michigan football play anymore. I would feel bad about that. I would be honest. I, I would not feel I, bad for listener Brad. All I've maintained <laughs> I don't this even whole think time, he watches Michigan. Just hate people, watches us. People can go back and look to, at, in the beginning episodes when we started talking about this. I, I've maintained 2024 does not exist to me. I am solely just getting defensive for 2023. If they want to – Jim's leaving for the NFL after this year. Uh, that's that's my gut feel. Not <laughs> I don't think anything's going to happen in 2024 oh, anyways. I've, I don't I've said that since the beginning. They're trying to suspend him tomorrow. Like, there's a good chance by the time this podcast is released that the Big Ten has filed to suspend him either indefinitely or for two games, and that is what Michigan is building at, up their defense. Look at Evan. The grin to get a court, on his face. To get a court order. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, with Jim Harbaugh they, they, suspended, they told, does it really make, does it really mean anything? Yes, I think so. Especially if you're at Penn State. I think it, it for actually sure matters. helps. I think it actually only helps your team. I don't think there, it doesn't well, hurt your team at all. But you don't want your OC then to have to take on a head coach duties or whoever they make OC head coach. Who gives a shit who the head coach is? It's going to be Sharon Moore. I guarantee they, be head coach next year anyway. They have experience I, doing I, it because he's already set out three games, which is people just – So I don't think wild, it really man. matters. Um, I really don't think it matters about who the head coach is. As long as your defensive coordinator is still there and your offensive coordinator is still calling plays, I really think – And as long as Connor is somewhere – close to tell the plays every time you should be fine 
You know, he can still go it's to just, games. He can just sit front row and just scream them down. <laughs> what, just, Grant? You don't think you're going to get any shit for this? Because, yes, we're going to make jokes. That's how it's going to be. No, you can make jokes. It's just invalid because it was exp- – the, the, the biggest thing about today's reports – and. I, Evan did a good job saying the facts. What the other teams are being accused of in the Big Ten is not technically illegal under NCAA rules. It could, however, fall under sportsmanship, vague wording in the Big Ten, because what the Big Ten is deciding to do this week, there's no rules that they have that they can suspend Jim Harbaugh off of because they have no evidence. What they would suspend him off of is the sportsmanship clause that they're trying to get him for. That sportsmanship clause could also be uh, applied to teams colluding to pass around one team signs to other teams in the championship game. Will it happen? I don't know. But what it proved to me is when I saw the play sheet that was being given to rival teams, other teams in the Big Ten, of Michigan's signs and plays, it's like, all right, so the whole Michigan was getting some ungodly advantage. Maybe St- Stallions was doing it better than other teams. But these other yes, teams, everyone has each other. Everyone has each other's signs is what I learned this week in college football. I didn't necessarily know that. I was a little naive to it. But if you have play sheets – of everyone's signs, it's on everyone just to change them. And there's no massive on-field advantage that one team is getting is what I learned, at least in the big time. I don't know how it operates in other conferences. We'll so never I don't know. Feel we'll like... never know the advantage Michigan truly had. We'll never know. No. I, I, I do think some coaches might have had none. outside. We'll never I think some coaches outside the big 10 that are speaking on it, I have a little bit better insight of seeing how big of an advantage is it. Um, I think... Probably, I would say 75% of the game, it's not that big of a deal. But obviously, your key downs, key distances, key Third plays. Third downs might be big. When those yeah, situations rise, red zone, fourth down plays, third down plays, like all that stuff, when, when you obviously know what's coming, I think that's a big deal. But yep. 75% of the game, like in the middle of the field, when it's first and 10 and you just call the play out of the huddle from the sideline, really not that big of a deal. Agreed. And I don't want to get... It still matters. Obviously, it's just my biggest thing with this whole news of Michigan reporting it now. We're already three to four weeks into it. What now makes you realize? Oh, hey, we have this now. You're already been under, under fire the gun. for the last. That's why the last three weeks. Well, like, I think Evan, it's a little hate, too late for the cookie to crumble. Boards. I know you hate message boards. I know you do. I hate absolutely hate balls deeper, boards. You hate deeper than me. Um, there was a free well, thirty day subscription. I wouldn't doubt Grant buying for subscription in this in this certain situation. 30-day free trial, Evan. I don't want to run. I feel comfortable repeating what the one I subscribe to says. It is not Chris Bowles. That guy is off the reservation. He just says outlandish shit. And some of it hits, but a lot misses. It's not him. It's, I think, Josh Henschke, who I plugged. I, I, Alex, I see why you're always hesitant to say because they say, please don't like put this they stuff. They ask in a- you to not talk about it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm not paying Which for it. Which is why it, I so it's free. It's f- it's free to me, so I'm just going to say it. What happened was is when the Big Ten commissioner met with the president of Michigan, Santa Ono. It basically was just like, hey, we're going to try to suspend Jim, and he's like, you're not going to. We're going to fight it. So Michigan was mounting all this evidence that they've had and just been sitting on. And they're going to release more. They're basically, it's a big game of chicken with the Big Ten. If the Big Ten decides to suspend Jim Harbaugh tomorrow, Michigan's going to file for a court order to appeal it. And they're just going to start dropping more evidence they have against other teams. And they're just going to continue to like slowly just let it out during the week. It's the same way that Pete Thamel did at the start of this against Michigan. So Good it's news, a game of chess. We don't cheat. That's chicken. why we suck. There was an athletic rep- article that I passed. I showed Alex or said if to him that we need to treat harder because we we suck at no cheating. Evan, we're not. We're not cheating. Iowa and Michigan State were two of the Big Ten teams that just were clueless about any sign stealing. Oh operations. come on! 
I, t- I texted <laughs> like Grant and said, our next coach, bunch of idiots. better cheat bunch and of cheat idiots. good. Actually, you know what, no, Grant, I saw Jay Johnson us. and Ross Ells cheat. I saw uh, how bad Grant, they were. we need to they cheat to win <laughs> six games. Try okay. Fire them. Evan's going to give him dirt. I'll give him dirt. I saw Evan, Jay you should, Johnson. You should Photoshop them in different places at Big Ten games. <laughs> we won Fire. a football game Saturday. Um, I know I was still I was still uh, waiting to declare it last show, but uh, credit to you guys for jumping the gun on that. But yeah, it was Connor Stanley's on the CMU sideline. I've read that in multiple places now on the boards that it was 100%. I mean, you couldn't tell. I just, it was early when we recorded. It was like a day in of it. And I was like, I don't know, but it's 100%. And Is there's theories though. Is good at cleaning vacuums? There's theories though. That, that is weird. He was there because Central Michigan like wanted, like he was in cahoots with Central as well. Like he was working as a hired gun for Central. Oh yeah, them with hundred percent. Like it wasn't necessarily stealing Michigan State stuff for a later game against Michigan because, like, why would you have to steal game one? That makes no sense. I think sense. it was like I think it was a little Central, bit of both. It's probably both. Cent- yeah, he's like, sure, it's Friday night. I have nothing else to do. No one likes me, so I'll go to this game. <laughs> but it was that's crazy that Central was like, we have a hired mercenary. That's why Central hasn't come out with its investigation findings. That's why the NCAA Central owes us Central is taking forever. Two million dollars. That's that's what the, what needs to happen. I think that's fair. It's fair. I saw the, the chief, do chief is, doing that, saying they have to pay us back what we paid them. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent agree. With that. Never, never schedule central. Oh yeah, ever we're not playing football. Them no, no, refuse to play them. I would go. I would literally go around and play every single Mac school twice. Yeah, I would never. And play give central them again. like twice as amount of money. And <laughs> this also just go. confirms my theory that central is an absolute it's a toilet Michigan bowl. feeder program. Feeder I, school for Michigan. I actually hate central. I've never liked central. The only there's only like one person I like that went to Central Michigan, Antonio oh. Brown. Mm. Dan Lefevre. <laughs> oh, Dan Lefevre as well. Dan Lefevre, legend. Antonio Brown. Jake oh. Fisher. Jake Fisher played um, for the Chiefs. Alex, come on, that's kind of criminal. Yeah, that's I'm not really a Chiefs fan. I've been more Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Patrick oh, Mahomes. They've already lost twice. I'm not really a Chiefs fan. That's not exactly how it works. Seven <laughs> front runner. <laughs> Wrong. Rom, any other things you guys want to talk to me about on the scandal or any other thoughts yeah, before we I do? All right. What? Michigan. Um, and anytime you say something ignorant in the chat, I'm going to say that again. It doesn't bother me at all. Because I know. It's just anger. I don't care. It's not anger. I'm just saying it to spite have, you. I don't have much of anything else. I just I wish that that's all I need to comment. I wish somebody would just have like an hour long show of just like just releasing the facts, the actual like hardcore hmm. nose facts. Well, I mean, facts don't exist in this country. I need we to sit just... down with Connor Stallions just to get into his brain. <laughs> no, I don't, think you that, want I don't know if brain. I want to know. That dude's but... a serial. <laughs> <laughs> if you told me that he had murdered people, I would believe you. That's what's in all the vacuums. <laughs> dead, bo- dead body parts. I don't know, man. That's the most psycho video I've, I've ever seen. I think every program needs to find their own Connor Stallions no. to really reach new heights. <laughs> I think they do. Also, if Michigan just goes out in the rest of the year and loses to Penn State, loses to Ohio State, and looks like shit, makes you wonder. I don't know it doesn't anymore. It's pretty bad Ohio against State, Purdue. We had Ohio State sign last Dude, year, and Ohio State had ours, so it didn't matter. 
the worst offense in the Big Ten scored the most points of any Big Ten team this year. I don't think they had them to that extent that you have Ohio State's grant. Connor Stallions did it better, but they for sure were in cahoots with Rutgers because we already played them by that point. And Shiano was a shit. Shiano that smart. Greg Shiano kicked three field goals inside the five. He literally is a plant for Ohio State. That guy. Former defense coordinator for Ohio State. The worst. 100%. He's a puppet for Ryan Day. He coached at Rutgers first. People forget. I don't care well, where, left, where he, he did before. I know right now. He's an Ohio State shill because they gave him a chance to revive his career because he's a scumbag. He's a scumbag. You know who else well, is a scumbag? Italian. You're going to say Harbaugh. Ward I Manuel. just want everyone to be cl- Ward Manuel is actually a scumbag. He didn't go to the playoff committee tonight because he's staying back in Ann Arbor. Got to stay up late to get this investigation. Four-page paper to read to the camera. <laughs> And just for I just it. know that if Ohio State fans were, if Ohio State was good, if they were like the wagon that kicked Michigan's butt for a decade, they would not be as such crybabies on the internet they are right now. They're just crying so hard because they're worried about November twenty fifth, and I, that's like that's right where but I want to be. That's how I feel about Michigan, Michigan being crybabies about the whole thing too. Honestly, from an outsider's perspective here, we're just watching both your programs just whine and complain. Michigan's defending itself because they're trying to win a title. If the Michigan was bad, you could. If Michigan was, if Michigan was eight and or uh, what would the record be? If they were four and four, fire Harbaugh tomorrow. I don't, they're trying to win a title. Yeah, and then breaking news: nothing's going to happen. So you're yeah, going to so be great. you really just don't, win your game. I don't know why you keep really saying matter. that, Alex. They're literally the news this week was they gave get out of the message boards as Evan has told me before, and just relax. Get out. If it happens, it was it a happens. public Alex. It's a public tweet. I, I know you say you're not in every week. I understand that, but I'm telling you right now, the Big Ten gave Michigan 48 hours. For I saw that the suspension is coming. If it's Jim Harbaugh gets suspended, he's you're going to be fine. Your team, well, because they have your, that your football they, team on the field. Doesn't have to they be have a suspension. Court. Your team. It doesn't have to be like a, a suspension. It could just be a punishment. It could be that they don't get any revenue from TV deals, full TV revenue. Fine, Jimmy. I'll take that. They That's could fine. fine. I really, honestly, Grant, you should be happy if they suspend Jim uh, Jim Harbaugh for two games. No, I can't accept that, Evan. And honestly, if he gets suspended for two games when you play Penn State and Maryland. He's not missing the game. That'd be ridiculous. That'd be a joke. That'd be mob mentality. So then you'd start someone. No, I, yeah, I'd be pissed. Every game that Michigan would lose is an asterisk because I don't have their head coach. Flip the other asterisk way. for cheating, though. Asterisk the other way. Uh, the Mike Tirico, notable scumbag. Notable <laughs> scumbag. <laughs> Listen in over, some are saying. Yep, he loves Michigan. Leads the M. Scumbag. It's just the whole thing is such a debacle, and it, it's it's been good. I've made my list of people that I no longer value their opinion on the internet. Some a lot of blue uh, big J's, a lot of blue check marks, just absolute idiots. But let me say this: Greg Doyle from the Indy Star wrote an article today saying that he can't vote for JJ McCarthy for the I saw that. That was out of his moral compass. And they pulled up receipts from the Johnny Manziel years, and he literally has a line saying that only like these three criteria could ever um, prevent you from being voted by him, and it had nothing to do with anything that J.J. McCarthy's being accused of. He's the biggest loser probably going in this whole thing. The only thing that's good that's come out of this is that now you realize, after all these years, how shitty the media really is. And when they when so they come easy. after your program, they, like, It's so easy who's on each side. Like, yesterday, it's the most Michigan biased party in the world. 
they start their campaign on the offensive of saying, hey, other people were passing around our signs. And Pete Tamil says nothing about it. It's not on ESPN for over 24 hours because they're just going to choose the facts that they want to report. It's just the biggest joke. Welcome you know, to our Stephen, world, a. Smith, Stephen A. Smith going, there's no way if I'm the CFP, I could put Michigan into the playoff. Oh, my God. They get paid to say stuff like that. So that's a little yeah. different. Pat McAfee, too. Like, oh, I don't know how you could put him in the playoff. Shut up. What? Would Pat call us? Something not nice. Stupid shit. Oh, he, yeah. Yeah, college football. He college said, football he said Cody. Michigan. I don't have my phone. Oh, it's just a screenshot. I will say this, not to get into semantics, I do want to move on. I understand that the passing of signs from school to school, like the play sheet of what Michigan had, is not illegal. I feel like it's just semantics, though, because Connor Stallions is hiring outside people that don't work for Michigan to go film games so he can decode their signs. Whereas a coach figured out Michigan signs and another school is basically saying, hey, can you give me those? Like it's, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's passing information to a team of signs of another team. I would I argue they're one is breaking the rules. substantially different, but it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. The end result is the same. Michigan probably had more information. Yeah, not the, quite the same. Michigan had a thousand more information. Obviously, like those coaches don't have to share everything together. And either way, if they're, if those coaches are just deciphering signals mid-game, like you're not going to get a full whatever the Connor Stallions is doing. I mean, dude's watching TiVo of games all night long. I mean, He's but if you have multiple like, games, if you have multiple if signs. You have, the sheet says like throat slash equals this play. Like it's the same thing as the little hand things that Connor Stallions had. One team just put it in a visual graphic and one team just wrote it out. I mean, I if it makes day, you so. feel better, sure, but I think it's different, and that's fine. We don't need to get into it. One's more nefarious and crazy because the guy one is, is crazy, one is a bigger advantage, and that is true. How but how do we know that? Because we do. Yeah, I gotcha. You don't know. It's to help your team win more, Grant. That's why. Or they're better. That's why you come back to. If they're so good, why they have to do all this shit in the beginning? Because he's a psychopath. Because he's trying to put people knew about it. Because he's stupid and he's a psychopath. Tell him to stop. He's don't have him stand next to your defensive coordinator on the sidelines the entire game, telling him every single way. If you're so good, you don't need him. Fire him when he's was going rogue. You didn't have to wait this long. Serious question, Alex. You you 100% believe there's just zero chance that Jim just never asked this guy how No, I no, I don't think that. But don't tell me that the DC who's getting the play from Connor Stallions next to him doesn't know. Jim might pretend he didn't know. Every school has a guy, big school has a guy on their staff that does that, though. It, yes, it's they are idiots for not stopping it and getting the bomb. But there's a chance in my brain that Jim Harbaugh just did not know this kid was doing this. Because he would never tell him to go to the Central Michigan State game. That's ridiculous. He would never be like, yeah, go. No coach is that dumb. Well, uh, I think we learn every year when we do this podcast that coaches are actually that stupid. In game, in game, but like the risk reward is not worth it. Sending him to a Friday night opening season game for a team Jim, to play. I don't think Jim ever said that. I don't I think, think they, Jim was like, "Hey, Connor." Connor no. I don't think they talked to each other. I agree. I don't think Connor Sanders worked a lot. Yeah, he couldn't. Have. I'm sh- he probably had minions of his lower staff. I just there know had like to be at least one coach on staff worth knowing that looked at what he was doing. Just yes. look at it. I'm I not think, saying did anything with it. I'm just saying they knew. one day Connor's in the middle of his office or in the facility, like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing of all time. And a coach is like, Hey, dude, it what sure are you sounds doing? like Connor Stallions was showboating a lot about how sick he was at stealing signs. He sends those texts to those coaches all that one 
the one guy that's not there anymore. He was like a good recruiter. I can't remember his name. Sorry, Chris Partridge. Yeah, that guy knew everything. Like Stallions, he's a linebackers coach. Like he, yeah, I'm saying he knew. But there's a there's a real chance. Like you know, coordinators he's sitting yeah. down with the DC having a beer and be like, yeah, Connor Stallions kid's crazy. You should hear what he did this week. Yeah, like there's no way these are just football coaches talking ball. They they definitely that, talk about this psychopath that's doing crazy shit. They do. They also might have like a don't. They they may not want to implicate people as well. That's they even know worse because they know it's illegal. Then or there's a chance Connor is such a psychopath he actually convinced his pea brain that he was skirting NCAA rules because they weren't Michigan employees. I also fully believe if that's what he like came out and said like yeah I thought we were fine because it's a great. My point is if it was. If it didn't matter, and they they didn't need him, and they didn't need to do this all to win, which I'm not even saying for the record that they needed it. I probably agree they didn't. But if they if they knew that, you don't let it drag to this point. You don't let him on. You you fire him because you're like, wow, this dude's a serial killer. Or you'd be like, yeah, man, fire him out. Like fire him, then it opens up its own investigation of what was he doing. Well, what would you rather have that or what happened right now? So far right now, because there's been no punishment. I mean, I think if you guys would have fired Connor Stallions, uh, no one would have batted an eye because they'd be like, who the f*** is Connor Stallions? No one batted an eye when you fired the child predator. Yeah, no one even knew about it. And <laughs> Jesus, is that bad? We still don't know, Evan. That is so He's bad. He's a child predator. Grant, if oh, you can't... Wait. Connor Stallions who? isn't a child predator. That We're talking this like student assistant that like oh, went to the. Oh, talking about Matt Weiss. I thought you were talking accusations of Matt no, Weiss. Well, Matt Weiss crime. is a child That's predator. That's how many scandals there are. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's also a child predator in a different way. We don't know what Matt Weiss well, did. We don't He's know. Just addicted. That guy's just addicted to porn. The Andrew Udon was actually trying to communicate with thirteen-year-olds. Minute video. That you was. Oh, well, yes. I didn't watch it all because it was weird. Oh, but I, I watched, watched a good it chunk of it. Times. I've watched it three times all the way through. That yeah. channel was really popular. I'd never heard of that. I had seen it on TikTok like, before. Like, the, like oh, comedy on that. There's a TV show about it. Yeah. It's catfish, but in a different way. And if any what of you that listen Google to this podcast Google. do stuff like that, don't listen to our podcast anymore. Agreed. <laughs> oh, you're saying to them? Yeah, to them. Weekly recaps feels a little weird. Does anyone have anything notable to add? Uh, uh, it feels like we just can't go back to those at this point. I was in Spartan Stadium this weekend. Saw a dub. Saw a win. Yes. Um, surprisingly, it was actually quite f- more expect- more full than I was expecting. Filled in after the, full. the start of the game. There was nobody there. It seemed like it filled It was in. noon, and I was like, why am I drinking already at 8.30? Noon games absolutely stink. Noon games stink. I can't believe I, you guys tailgated. I, Cannot New game stayed like that. Did they really tailgate though? Absolutely, yeah, they were stink. out there. I was outside. I cracked a beer at eight thirty-seven. Oh, um, late. Leo's was a little late. Um, but I also um, have realized that there are probably four fun people left in Spartan Stadium. Now, Evan, is there any chance that maybe what you guys were saying were causing some issues? I mean, I've sat sat with both of you at games, and I'm not saying it's your guys' fault, but you have certainly said some out-of-pocket things where if I was was an innocent bystander, I'd be like, holy shit, maybe that guy needs to chill. Not one (laughs) out-of-pocket thing was said. There was literally what we said in the group chat. Which was? We we just got called a, like— the, when the lady turned around and stared into Cody's soul and said, stop it. But what'd you guys say? Okay, so 
standing up. Because I also know Wilkins reviewed. has a body mouth. He might have just been saying a lot oh, of was, Or there was a flag. Or there was a flag. And the entire, the entire stadium is booing at the call. Cody says something like, um, something along the lines like, you can't do that for Matt Rule or Matt Rule isn't a good coach. That simple. Literally nothing more. I already, I already know why this that. happened. I do. I already. There had to and be the, an expletive in there. There's no. no I know why this Rule's happened. Not a good coach. I know. I know why this happened because this lady's probably been sitting there for three seasons and knows what Cody says because I've sat there with him <laughs> and he says out of pocket shit and <laughs> there's. Oh well. Like I'm sure got, she was go. like, I gotta stop this before it gets going. Type of thing. No, because she's <laughs> a she's soft. She's soft. I, I mean, Evan, how many games have you s- sat with Cody at a Michigan State football game before? That was my first one in a long time. Okay, well, actually, yeah. not that long. I went Kenneth to Walker season, and Western game, and the Miami game. Cody was, oof, he said some stuff. Um, but <laughs> a lot of looks. I, I also Rossells got a flag on the first punt. No, Evan, if you said afternoon. what you said at the Michigan game, that warrants did not. a look. I did not say that out loud. I did say Ross Ells is terrible at his job. And the gentleman with that lady turned around and gave me a big old, like, shook his head, like, unbelievable. I can't believe you said that. And I Mm-mm. instantly, like, went back at him after he turned around and said, no, Ross Ells is getting over $500,000. He's terrible at his job. We fire these people. And then somebody was like, we should fire Ross Ells. And then I, underneath my breath, actually turning to Cody, I said, no, we should drown him in the river. <laughs> See, that's when you just say one step too far. Then Johnny Spirit later was kind of intersection, and I was just calling him fat, screaming out loud in front of everybody, saying, I'll look at you, you tub of lard, your gut sticking over your belt. <laughs> I think I turned around and started laughing. At him. All right. Good time. Good time. Good time. Uh, look, I want the belief that. I'm going to defend you guys, kid- but I also so know you guys. Talks, <laughs> no, now there's talks that it's going to be me, Cody, and Paige. We're going to get season tickets together, and we're going to go up in the upper deck where we can say whatever we want, and all the grit people are up there. Oh, that's, a, that's, that's like something. That. Not the, well, cushy, the chances we get the three tickets together anywhere close to where are your tickets were or our tickets. Oh, uh, yeah, agreed. Not going to happen. Yeah, so we might well, just maybe. go upper deck and just we hired Dave Lawson. <laughs> hire Mike Elko or Lance Leipold. Or <laughs> well, really those are good options. That's on the list. Oh, Leipold. No, those are no, good he's options. Not, he's not a good option. He has a below 500 winning record in three years of coaching high-level college football. So is he really that good of a coach? Mark D'Antonio did too. Evan, Evan's coming with facts. Actually, no. Mark D'Antonio went Mark D'Antonio six and did. six and seven and five of the two years prior to getting hired by Michigan State. Is that it's a above 500? That's above 500. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. I think he. I think his final record at Cincinnati was like 18 and 18. Is my point. I don't really know. Who are you talking about, about Evan? Dave Clawson. No, Lance Uh No, Lance Lee pulled. Dave Clawson would be a horrendous hire. I'll give Evan that. I stand with Evan and Cody, I think. I, I guess I stand Whoa. with both sides. I understand why people get mad at them. But Looks I like also think kids, your kids' gloves should be off at a football game. Like, you're signing up to go into the lion's den. You have to know what you're getting into. I people can- are going to yell shit. I can so tell you right now, you this just, lady was fed up with Cody from like multiple multiple games, and that well, is what I this was about. Tickets with them next year, and I hope they're sitting there next year because they're going to get an earful the first game of the year, uh, an absolute earful. I think they've taken so many earfuls from Cody that they probably were just like, "Not today, man! Not today!" 
No, and I can't blame him because sometimes it is uncomfortable sitting next to Cody at football games. I'll say it, and he knows that. It can't be that. bad. When you listen to this, Cody, you know, you know, you say some stuff that's just not not appropriate. I think it was all good. He's probably in his car laughing. Like, ha, he's kind of right. <laughs> hey, probably. Um, to clear up, Mark Antonio won 18 and 17 at Cincinnati. Winning record. Oof. Winning record. I'm sure if at this if the roles were reversed, like if this was now, and we were talking about a Cincinnati coach that was about to go six and six, Evan would be like, Yeah, that guy's gonna be a yeah. failure. I, I know his name is on our oh, list, I guess. A hundred percent Evan would be saying that. <laughs> wasn't like anybody on our list. That's a, that's a the minute. beauty of the list. Wait a minute. There's Wait no good minute. coaches. That's what you think, but I have a stat here that might be, make you feel better, Evan. Oh God! Here you go. Fifty-two. Do you want it? Do you want the stat or no? The Big Twelve. Or are we gonna go play? Well, actually, our, our record next Lance year. Lance Leipold is five hundred exactly. Boom, bitch! Sorry, I don't want to cut. No, fifty-two and fifty-two. Count your. Uh, I'm calling. I, I asterisk grant me. You can asterisk me. Um, you have to do okay. a high level like football, like higher than Buffalo, division. Kansas. Go to Division Two. You're counting his division. He was 109 and six at Wisconsin Whitewater. You want to add those in, Evan? Then he'll be way over 500. Um, Let me fact check my guy. He doesn't want to. All of a sudden, (laughs) going to Spiro. It's definitely Justin Spiro who posts out all these records. I know this boy. Yeah, probably is. The number one butt boy for Urban Meyer on the internet said something misleading about Lance Leipold. Totally shocked. Well, Alex used to be Urban Meyer's butt boy too. I still love Urban. Alex I still is. want Urban, but I just you know, yeah, just don't need a Kansas football coach. Urban Meyer has not been one good Kansas football coach. That's the point. The fact that he's made Kansas the Mangini, decent. the big, the big guy, Eric Mangini, the Jets head good. coach. That's not the fact. Alex, no, the we're gonna be guy. in the same. We're gonna be in the same. Evan, <laughs> the largest I think coach in football history. The part of Leopold that's impressive is he's taking an absolute dumpster fire and making them relevant. We are that right now. We need someone yeah, like we, that. No, you need something better than that. What? Because you're going. You to need to give a me a candidate, Evan. He's going to say Brian Hartline, a guy He's that's never that. coached before, and that your brother wants fired from Ohio State. True. That should be telling Evan. Listen actually, to your no. Brother. Wyatt doesn't want him fired. He, he said it. On He's actually running the ship over there. He said on Saturday that. Brian Harlan well, should let's be fired. A, a spade of spade. Let's call a spade of spade. Him. CJ Stroud and uh, what's his name? Kyle McCord are just not the same quarterback. Uh, Brian Agreed. Harlan didn't even call plays with McCord CJ. Better. So I'm just saying that Ohio State's. Evan, you can't seriously tell me that all these other candidates are bad and then tell me Brian Hartline is like some dream hire when he's never even coached before. He is because he's young. He's exciting. He recruits well. He recruits well at the easiest school in the country to recruit at. So you think Lance Leipold can be able to recruit well at Michigan State? Uh, no, I don't. I think he'll you develop players Lance and coach Leipold, well. You gave him; they bought him a Chevy Trailblazer. I said, "Hey, drive until it dies." Now you are giving Lance Leipold a brand new freaking Corvette with a brand new house that you can show off to everybody in America, and you trust that old piece of hag to run your program? Yes. There's no way in hell he could walk right into Cast Tech and relate to those kids. I don't think he's going to come in and recruit well, but like Mark D'Antonio didn't come in and recruit well. We got to go back to the so roots. You're, now you're we comparing. Need, we need someone now to coach. Nope. No, now you're comparing 
the most winningest football coach in Michigan State history to a guy yes. that gets Kansas around 500 every year. He's been there for like two seasons for one. They're well above 500 at the moment this season. And As they right. just well, they're losing Oklahoma. to Kansas State. They want they congrats. You you want a football game. And also against playing with their backup quarterback when their starter would be the second best quarterback in the Big Ten. Also, no Kim's not finishing top four like your birthday at the beginning of the year? No, Evan, I'm sometimes wrong. Oh I'm willing to say that. But it's kinda nice though, Evan. <laughs> I think it gives him a little bump that he he knows what a successful program looks like. He was hundred and nine and six at Wisconsin Whitewater. I know not D one football, but that gives him a little boost than other it's people just, think. It's the only reason I even argue with Evan is because he acts like Brian Hartline is some like can't miss right to him, like but there's, Hayes. there's nothing there's <laughs> nothing Hayes. there's no substance there at all that tells you that he's gonna be a good coach. There's not recruiting. His recruiting. Like I said, this is stance. You throw Grant in as an assistant at Ohio State Draft prospects, and Grant is going to be able day. to recruit these people. Uh, I don't think so. Yes, yeah. Grant's pulling yeah, in multiple four stars at, at a minimum. I don't think so. Full Connor Stallions. How how could you Drain not, Evan? Point. You're selling the program, not you. Like if Grant walked into a room and he was a, an assistant at Kansas, nobody's following him. But if he, <laughs> he walks in at Hi, I'm Grant. his assistant at Georgia and was like, hey, come play for Georgia. Yeah, it sells itself. You don't need people Ohio to do State. that. Do you want to be the next Maserati bar? <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to. Where do I sell? At Michigan State, you have to sell more than just a program. At Ohio State, you sell the program. It's easy. Lance Lee Poles can be able to sell the program. No, I just told you I don't think he's <laughs> going to be some great recruiter, but I know he can coach football, and that's what we should care about because we just had a coach who couldn't coach. Don't you want someone who can coach? Who can, like, run – do well, you want the Jay Johnson experience again? Do you want to keep doing that? I – Brian Hartline can Brian – Lerner, Brian Hartline's piss can coach – can call a better game than what Jay Johnson's doing. Can he? Yes. He has five stars at every position, and their offense is not, like, blowing me away every week. Well, you're telling me that it, Ryan Day, uh, Brian Harline's not doing that, so it's Ryan Day. No, I said he hasn't called plays until this year. And that's their worst offensive year they've had in some time. Ryan Day calls plays still. Probably, but we don't know. <laughs> I've read the articles. He does. Oh. He took them away from Brian Harline before the season started. That's another indictment, then. I don't know what he does right now. I haven't read the mid-season What does Brian Harline do then? Answer me that question. Recruit. Coach. He, <laughs> he schemes everything, like during the week. It's just hard for me to think Brian that that guy has control issues. A guy that can't be an offensive coordinator mm-hmm. yet is ready White to be Water, a coach. Uh, is Division Three grant. Um, so anything above Division Three for Lance Seapold stats. We Get still those. did that. He's no, 500. No, no Astro 7. He's 500. He's 500. That's what you need above Division Three. Yeah, he's yes. 500. Just accept it. Went 7 to 5 in the MAC. At a school that had gone to one bowl game. 8 and 5. I'm on Wikipedia. Some people say it's not trustworthy, but I'm looking at their. I think. Has Kansas 7 and 2 this year? Because if it is, then this is updated. Yeah, they're 7 and 2. I just know for a fact that Evan doesn't actually sit there and think that Brian Hartline's a good coach. He's just well, 100% new. Because I've listened to you tell me that new is not always better and blah, blah, blah. And, and that Actually, the backup is quarterback better. isn't better, blah, 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 blah. And then, but now it's. I told you the backup quarterback <laughs> wasn't better and you didn't believe me. You're thinking Noah Kim was going to be better. And now we're all proving it wrong that. 
I said on the I said on the first show that Caden Hauser would be better than Noah Kim. But I no, I'm saying Noah Kim is the backup because Painthorn should have been the starter. Noah Kim was Sam Levitt is better than Painthorn. Sam Levitt, thousand percent. That's just a hundred percent lie. Did you watch Saturday's game, Alex? Are we too busy watching soccer in Houston? That's just not even. That's just mean, Evan. Oh, feels bad. Did I watch the Michigan State football game Saturday? Yes. Yes. Sam Levitt is better than Peyton. I did not. You're high on drugs. What did Sam Levitt do that made you think that he played seven snaps? My point exactly. He played seven snaps. You know why he played seven snaps? Because we have coaching malpractice at offensive coordinator Jay Johnson. I've been playing this for almost three years now. I know that. Then you know that Sam Levitt is good and should play more. Kane Hauser didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I didn't watch. I mean, he he didn't do anything <laughs> that you. blew me away. I'll tell you that. Bigger picture college football. Ooh. I had a thought. Picture, picture college. Oklahoma stock has bottomed out. So I'll give you guys the tip of the cap to Texas because that take held strong. I may have won the battle, but you guys won the war. Oklahoma, not very good. Thanks. Very good, but not not good enough to make the playoff. Brad Venable's questionable decisions. Uh, also crazy that Alan Bowman is winning that game after the jokes Oklahoma that he State suffered through our bad chat. at the beginning of the season. And all of a sudden, they're like won five games in a row. Running football, playing complement football. Alan Bowman, baby. Good for him. The Bo Show. Good for Bo Show. Be Kansas State and Oklahoma. Um, my other take was bad news for all of us as college football fans because we did not bury Alabama when we had the chance to, Texas A&M included. They just let them keep surviving games, and Alabama is going to have a real chance to beat Georgia. They might do it, and then they'll be back in the playoff. After we thought, I Didn't I, thought, I say after the Texas game that writing off Alabama would be incredibly dumb? Probably, and it's the right take because you just never know. Why would you write off You know what Alabama has? Good coaching. They're basically doing what Michigan tried to do with Denard Robinson, but they have a much better coach than Brady Hope. Jalen Miller is also and they're gonna like Lamar Jackson without the throwing. So his his wheels are something else. I watched that whole game. Yeah, Denard Robinson. I guess I had no respect for Denard, so that's bias. I know. If if you gave Denard into Nick Well, Jalen Miller can definitely throw team. further than and a little better than Denard. Denard threw actually wobbly ducks. Milro just throws like forty yard bombs. Yeah, they're and cool they like they're flashy when when they hit. But he's not he's he's not blowing anyone away with his passes. No, but he blows people away with his legs. It's impressive. Right. Yeah, I want you to apologize to me for something you said to me last week. I just did for the Oklahoma. Yeah, there's another thing you told me that Washington's dream season ends on Saturday, and you were completely wrong. So I want you to admit it. Yeah, it's a ticking time bomb. I'm not going to fully apologize for that. It's going to it's going to die. You point. told me it was dead on Saturday before the game even started. I know, and I, I know. was very and confident that Washington would win, and they did. And you could say it was close, but like yeah. they kind of hovered around a seven to ten point lead for most of the game. Yeah, no credit to them. They got up for that game, and Caleb Williams just didn't didn't get it done. And neither did his defense, and that guy got fired. Yeah. If we're talking about trends, though, I'm still fully on Oregon's going to win that conference, and then we'll see. I what do think Oregon's really good, teams. but Washington beat them. Utah this week yeah. for Washington, tough game, but it won't matter when they meet in the Pac-12 championship, likely. And then both aren't going to get into the playoff unless some things happen. But 
Mm. If I had to predict right now, I don't think both get in. So it'd be Oregon that would go. Ask the question we talked about on Saturday for a final big picture thought of college football. Yes, Evan, Alex. I think I said it, but we were arguing about something else in the chat. But Alex had this. It triggered me. It did because I was like, there's just no way. So I asked people at work about this too, just to see if I was crazy. Oh, I know who you probably asked, the Penn State fans. Well, we can use this as a segue to get into the big game that Michigan is actually playing on the field this weekend. Um, and then we'll do NFL yeah, after all that. get to play on the field, Grant. <laughs> like they're going to shut down the whole program. You never oh, know. Question. You never know. Um, Tony Petiti gave a max penalty to the Astros, as we learned last show. And, and uh, Jim Tressel for the Colts. Jim Tressel was the head coach for the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> um. Alex said to me, because I said, Jim Harbaugh gets suspended two games. They'll If they lose to Penn State, they'll just beat Ohio State, and it won't matter. He says a – I was not trolling, by the way, when I said this. I no, he serious. thinks this. If Michigan loses to Penn State, okay, then Michigan wins out. So they beat Ohio State. They win the Big Ten Championship. They might miss the playoff. No. I'd like to give my reasoning behind it, if if I need. Well, to. Evan, yeah, there's always yeah, there's a chance that they miss the playoffs. Come on, there is, Grant, because for one, you never say never. That's just dumb. That's how you get into trouble, and that's what you did. Mm. Two, because they're not on. I like doing two. That. They'll have one good win total. Total two, two. No, no, no. Whoever they play in the Big Ten championship game is not a good win. Penn State's a top 10 team out. No, you lose to Penn State, buddy. This this is a scenario. That was a fair, buddy. I blinked. I blinked. I blinked it out. So you have one good win. You win (laughs) at home against Ohio State. You're not undefeated. And as we mentioned, there's going to be potentially a one-loss Pac-12 champion who has multiple good wins because that conference is deep. You have Georgia. You have Alabama. If Alabama beats Georgia. So that's that's three teams right there. You, I mean, Ohio State you'd think would be out of this conversation, which is fine. And then you have undefeated Florida State. But Ohio State's never. And you have there. one lost Texas. You got a team of you have seven teams for four spots. Everyone's a Big Twelve though, Alex. Texas, I'm saying Texas wins the Big Twelve one loss. <laughs> Who else would? Let's say Oregon one? wins the Pac-12 one loss. Alabama wins the SEC one loss. Georgia runner-up SEC one loss. Florida State wins the ACC undefeated. That's five teams right there. Like also, you have Washington. one lost Washington on on the cusp at six. And you could you could argue you could almost argue Washington more than Michigan solely based off of it. They've already beat the team that they lost to a second time. And the Pac-12 is deeper. Oh, they're they're stacking more wins than Michigan is. And you can say, well, it's not Michigan's fault. That's their schedule. But I understand. But I get that. Strength of schedule, it, it is one of the factors. And of the we always come election. down to who's going to put asses in seats. Yes, and honestly, gonna, I'm not saying they wouldn't put Michigan in. They probably would. But to say there's no chance is absurd when there could be eight teams with the identical record. Correct. No chance? No. There would be a solid 35% chance you don't get in. Like you would have to sweat that yes, Sunday Yes, your butthole would be puckered while watching that playoff committee show. Grant, you would be watching it. Probably. Yeah, you'd be, probably, you'd be nervous. That, that would, you'd be nervous if the, you'd be nervous. there's seven one-loss teams, Grant. Oh, one's undefeated for You'd be nervous. Tiny network. So you know two. It'd be more likely 
that Georgia would miss the playoff than Michigan would in that case. And I think they give Georgia the benefit of the I, doubt for losing one game in three years, and that's the that's not fair. So, that's the, that's what I feel. Think so I, I think Michigan think. gets that same benefit of the doubt because they've been back over Georgia. Teams. Though I think I those two teams, so. they both can't get over it. over what. Overwatch, so they're going to leave the Pac-12 out again when the Pac-12 actually had a, finally a good resume for a, a, te- a Michigan team that had one one marquee win when Oregon would have gone through in the entire Pac-12, which was a gauntlet. It would certainly all depend on how far these teams fall Texas? in the rankings. Like how far would Michigan win over Alabama and win the Big Twelve? Right Where is Texas? It's a good question too. Florida State undefeated. Florida State, Georgia, Alabama. Texas, Oregon, Washington, Michigan, Ohio State. Grant, you need the good. You need Florida. Grant, you need Florida State to lose one game and still win the. You would. You would be like. I don't think you would have great. You'd have okay odds. I'd, I'd say it'd be easily fifty-fifty. Like you could miss. And that's just something that you yeah. need to understand. Not that it's even going to happen. Yeah. But same same thing. Thought. If you lose, if you lose to Ohio State, you're not making the playoff. Yeah, if you're not going to the Big Ten Championship game, I'm kissing the playoff goodbye, even though Ohio State backdoored their way in last year, which they should Like this oh, year, I, I don't. Big team, Ten's not getting two teams in this year. There's no way. I agree. Although Ohio State might have an argument if they only lost to Michigan because they got a couple of wins. No, they don't, though. That's what's this year. Yeah, it's Notre, Dame, Notre Dame, Dame bullshit. Yeah, they they're not good. It's fair. Well, they're good, but they're not. It's still not better than anyone Michigan has right now. That's unfortunate. But Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, the non-conference one game against a so are you willing Notre to Dame level team. No chance nice. was, was immature. No, I still stand by. There's no chance. Like they will make it if that's the case. I just that that I'm just more right off that case will never happen because they like never seem to happen like that. Agreed. Most teams butt pucker and they lose like week twelve to like someone shitty or like USC last year. Texas, Texas Kansas State, Kansas State and Big Twelve Championship game. whiffed on Texas. Well, yeah, I was teams blow it all the so time hard. To, like, the, the schedule is all my only point was the schedule could come back to bite them, which would be funny. Yeah, it could never be Ward's fault. Mm. Um, it's crazy to think that buying UCLA out of a contract would result in missing the college football playoff in 2023. That'd be a good word. That'd be a good ranked win. Um, not ranked anymore, but that, at the time it would be a good ranked. What we need to focus on for a couple minutes here is this game. We're not a big preview show, but when it's a big game that you field in your plums, you got to talk about it a little bit. It's an intriguing game. I know I want to say this. I understand that I got on here and I was like, you know, after seeing Penn State play Ohio State, I feel so confident. I do feel confident in Michigan winning, but the confidence has gone down a little bit. I do think I was that's too overreactionary to what I saw drinking at a tailgate where they scored six points. They're a better team than that. Drew Aller looks really good. I've watched the highlights of him against Maryland. He's looked as sharp as he has. I knew he'd bounce back because I liked how he took account of breaking news. He against Ohio Maryland State. is not a serious football program. Ever oh, will about be. About freaking time you noticed that, Alex. What do you mean? I tell you guys every single week. I still think they're testing. They're not, dude. They are not. They haven't they even won they since they beat really Michigan said. State. They haven't won a game. Their coaching staff has let Talia down. What a game. They have talent though. Since they beat us. They haven't won a football <laughs> game, dude. They lost to Northwestern. And they gave up 30 plus to Northwestern. What, what we really need to cool dial it on. We're not a serious the stakes football of this game right now either. 
Grant's trying to talk, dude. He's <laughs> talking about Northwestern. <laughs> um, I think I just want everyone to grasp the ramifications for the country with this game. If Michigan loses this game, Ow. there's a real chance that Penn, Penn's <laughs> just no, went through it. No, Michigan's out of the playoff. If they lose. <laughs> no, what it means though is that Penn State is likely going to the playoff, which is disgusting for the country to have to watch around New Year's Eve. I know it's Don't not you New worry, Year's Grant. Eve, but that's gross. Spartans Penn are going to handle business in Detroit. Penn State will get the tiebreaker. Yes, I did. I did some digging today. It's close because the Big Ten West is so shitty, and they all have the same record. But it's Big Ten West tiebreaker record of teams you played. And right now, I believe their opponents have one more win than Ohio State and Michigan. So it's going to be tight. See how things unfold in the Big Ten West. Northwestern being good is huge for Penn State. Purdue Purdue being terrible is hurting Michigan. Purdue is like one of the worst teams in the Big Ten. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have a power five win yet, I don't think. Right. You can go to the game for only $135. It's pretty cheap. At Penn State? Yeah. (laughs) That is cheap. That's embarrassing. Noon game. game. It's unfortunate. So it really feels like deja vu. I was looking at last year's schedule. You hear the talks from the talking heads. We don't know how good Michigan is, which is fair. I get you have to say that. But last year, Michigan had played nobody. They hosted Penn State. I was on a flight to Miami, and they just absolutely dusted Question. Penn State. In front of Alex is throwing yeah, a I mean, I don't think anyone's saying, is Michigan good? That is not a, not a narrative that's been thrown around this year. Everyone says Michigan's good, and I've watched on multiple broadcasts before the game that – these these announcer people to saying quote and I'm direct quoting here. I know Michigan hasn't played anybody, but damn, they're a really good football team. Blah blah blah. They say that on college game day or big noon kickoff every single week. So don't give me the people don't know if Michigan's no. good. That's not true. That's I, I can only speak on what I hear. I listen to some shows. They're saying we gotta we don't know how the good people. Michigan is yet. Name the people. The late name with their Josh name. Pate, okay. the Invalid. Three podcasts with Fornelli and Bud Elliott. Not and great. They're, they're, those people know ball. What do you mean? They're like the highest <laughs> media people in the sport besides like the losers. Like they are, they know ball. They okay, so four people. They're saying well-respected people that are just they're, – and they're not saying they're bad. They're just saying we're going to find out how good they really That's are, not, which is totally fair to say. Okay, but compared to last year, last year people were actually saying we don't know if Michigan is good. People are not saying we don't know if Michigan's good. They're saying we don't know how good they are. We know they're good. Correct. But are they next level good? Are they Georgia good? That's Correct. the question. You know, just and making narratives to get, is... get a extra juice. I get, I get that and I respect it. No, I said we don't know how good they are and you just threw a tizzy. Well, because I watch people tell me how good they are every week. Yeah, Todd Blackledge. Like what? College That's not... game day. The... Desmond Howard. RG3. <laughs> Dan I think we all know that jo- the, the Josh oh, Pates of the world and the Bud Elliott's and the Tom Fornelli's that live in – and Andy Staples who live and breathe the sport know more than Desmond Howard and Dan Orlovsky when it comes to college football. So you do admit Desmond Howard's an idiot. Yes. I I've never think... defended him. Thank you. This just I'm sure we could go back there. in the 26 years of our lives, and I'm sure you've defended Desmond at least once. No, because I've never watched him play football, so I don't what have to. He was only NCAA cover. <laughs> he is a great player. That doesn't mean he should be on the show. Yeah, he should not be on the show. Anymore. He can't his ass. 
do you guys have any big thoughts about this game as two Big Ten Big Ten fans? Any leans you have at, as we sit here on yep, Tuesday? I do have one. Any leans? James Franklin's not a football coach. James Franklin is an overrated football coach. Oh, you have right. that advantage. Uh, Penn State can't really run the ball as they were Whoa, supposed to do this year. They have good running, running backs. Back they really can't really run the ball that well. I know. I just I gotta check this. I, mean, I, gotta st- I, I hate to do it to you. I gotta stat check this. I feel like I was looking at stuff that said they are. Good the media blows their load about how great Penn State's running backs are and how good they are running well, the ball. How good their running backs are, they I'm don't really run the ball that well. I can't no, say I really correct. watch Evan that much correct. Penn State. Neither team does. Neither team runs it well. Um, Penn State is seventieth in the country, and Michigan's eighty fifth. Yeah, Michigan can't run the ball this year. That is. Penn weird. State is holding their – I think defensively Penn State's holding their uh, opponents to like averaging under three yards per carry. Um, that's what kept them in the Ohio State game. But also – Second best rush defense in the country to back you so up. So Michigan there, yes. will struggle on the ground. Potentially. Uh, I think Michigan's kind of struggled all year on the ground more than they have in the past. But also huh. they don't really need to go to the ground. But I – but J.J. McCarthy's better than Joe Allen right now. That's just the way it is. It's just a matter of fact, how much is Penn State's defense going to be able to hold up? They have this great defense. Supposedly everybody says, first-round pick on the defensive line, at home. I just don't know if that's enough to get past Michigan. I have a question for you, Evan. I think J.J. McCarthy is just that much better than everybody on the field when he's out there. I have a question for you specifically, Evan. I have an Thanks, answer. Evan, really Do nice you think that it. Michigan State's run defense is good? Is good? Yeah, no, no, no bullshit. Do you think they're I good? I think it's above average. I don't know what we're stats, but I think that's one thing that we can – Michigan's like, lowest on. yards per carry this season was against Michigan State's average to mediocre rush defense. Yeah, but also, this is what I do, like, pound the table for, like, stats, but I also don't pound the table for stats because you got to realize game situations. They just threw the Michigan ball a thousand times. 50 times, and J.J. could have gone 45 for 50 on that game if they really wanted to and never ran the ball. And that leads and me to my point. I think that's what they'll do against Penn State. I think they'll just throw the ball over the yard. I don't even think they'll even try to run. They don't care to run. They don't need to. J.J.'s good enough to not. They'll try to get the Blake Horn runch, and then they'll realize – I would say this: Harbaugh's not as stubborn anymore because his hand's not in the playbook. He won't stick with the run now. They'll If he did, that's how they'd get some losses. They do this. Correct. Could have kept Michigan State in the um, game for at least one full quarter if Jim would have been his thing, old I, I am self. interested in, in watching. The one matchup I am watching is uh, Roman Wilson versus uh, King for Penn State. Mm. He's supposed to be a first-round pick. Basically, Michigan's only wide receiver they have is Roman Wilson. Now, they do use their tight ends all the time. Granted, that's their offense. But if you shut down Roman Wilson, it's kind of like I can live with the tight ends kind of catching passes because they're not going to run away from me. Um, I eventually will tackle him 15, 20 yards on the field and make him go the long journey. But if you get Roman Wilson hot and going, he's going to outrun everybody. So I think that's the matchup that I want to watch the most is who's covering Roman Wilson and is it Penn State's top talent and King? Detroit product, too. Can't Detroit product. Um, on the other side of the ball, Evan, that leads me to my thought. Penn State's most explosive offensive skill player is – uh, Nick Lambert Smith, number one for them. He's kind of like the next iteration of the Penn State star. John Dotson. I don't know. 
yeah, I don't know what he's projected to go, but he is the key guy for them. And will Will Johnson draw him, or are they going to just play by their rules and will Josh Wallace cover him? So that matchup I'm looking at, I don't. Penn State's tight ends do not scare me as they usually have a solid one, but they don't scare me as much as Michigan. So I think they win that battle. Um, I lean more towards the Evan camp that Jim and the staff will try to be stubborn, at least out the gate about running because of what they did to Penn State last year. They absolutely humiliated them and ran for over 200 yards when it was the belief that Penn State had a great rushing defense. So I think they're going to try to break their will that way, but I, they will abandon it and they will just throw the ball around the yard, which I do think, obviously you want to respect the run, but I do think Michigan advantage of just Maybe it's even J.J. running. Maybe it's him making plays out of the pocket is the way to beat Penn State. That's how I see them um, advancing the ball on their defense. But really the key is just going to come down to Drew Aller. And that's really what I think this game comes down to is does he grow from the Ohio State game that was on the road in his first ever big game and he looks better and comfortable at home? Because he looked good against Maryland. He was he was throwing he darts all the tight windows. To be good. He does, and he can. He's fast too. He can run. And Michigan will struggle with running quarterbacks, kind of like the Lions. If things break down, they're not great with that because they don't have um, lightning linebacker speed. So I am nervous about that. I think Michigan's um, run defense should hold pretty firm. It's just going to come down to uh, come down to field position too. I know that's really boring, but Penn State uh, is like really high in the country and positive field position when they start, which has helped them a lot. So don't be afraid to uh, punt it from the 50-yard line and pin Penn State deep on the three. That's an easy way to get a stop and then score points. I know it's boring Brian Ferentz football, but I think this game's going to trend towards that way. Um, it feels like one of those games where I always get nervous saying this because it could easily backfire, but I don't think it can in this case. I think it's either a tight Penn State win if they're going to win or Michigan's going to blow them out. Michigan could win close as well, but I'm saying I can't see Penn State blowing out Michigan based on their offense. I, that would That would break my brain. I'm comfortable Alex. saying that I'm pretty confident it's not going to be a blowout. Like Michigan may win by like 14, but it's not going to be last year's game. Like that's not going to happen. I'm pretty confident saying that's not going to happen. Um, I'd like to think Michigan or Penn State's got this game circled. I think they learned from their Ohio State game. I agree they're not as their offense is not as bad as it played. And I also think Ohio State's defense deserves more credit than they probably get. They're they're legit. Um, ultimately, I don't know if Penn State's weapons, though, are enough. Because I know, like Evan said, J.J. is, he is good. And he is, he's better than – he right now, he's better than Aller. Aller could be really good in a year or two. Who knows? But I think J.J.'s versatility running the football – is going to be a factor, and I think Penn State will just eventually get worn down. But I don't see a blowout for either team. And Penn State has no chance of blowing Michigan out. I agree with you there. They don't have the firepower for that. And I will say, turnover battles are obviously key in these games that might be tight. Uh, I was looking at Drew Aller's stats. Surprisingly, he's only thrown one interception this year. He has the, so I think that's a huge thing. He had the longest active or longest – streak of passes in FBS history without an interception. So one per- interception wow. ever college. Wow. And that's something Michigan's defense has been great at. They seem to average at least one per game in the last couple games that I've watched. So I would expect them to get one and that would be huge for them. But at the same time, 
if you're a Michigan fan, when you're trying to mitigate disaster, McCarthy's so far the more likely quarterback to make blunders. So oh, my boy. If Michigan loses, how does it happen? Why McCarthy threw two picks and gave Penn State short field. Like, that's not out of the question of how they would lose this game. If you think back to last year, that's how the game started. There was two fluke plays, and Michigan was down 14 nothing or whatever. Like, they were dominating the yards game, and then they just gave up a bunch of points on uh, pick six or whatever it was. So Must-win meter. Just take care of the football. That's all the way up. Fire if loss. Nice. Oh, no, that's the uh, highest our meter goes. Well, we t- <laughs> because of my confidence in the playoff, I think it's a 90% because you can still lose this game, beat Ohio State, you control your destiny, um, and you'll be good. And but- then an extra tidbit, percent chance you lose the football game. Oh, wait. If Michigan loses this game, actually, they won't control their destiny then because even if they beat Ohio State, it's still a three-way tie. Yeah. Yeah, Michigan would lose the chance of controlling destiny. Ohio State would be the only oh, team so in control 100%. at that point. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a hundred percent. Then damn percent chance you lose the game. Percent chance you lose. Um, Near yeah. question. I think if you play if you played the same times. ten times, you lose it three times. So seventy percent chance to win. Evan. Unbiased opinion. Percent chance they will. Unchance they will more biased opinion. Lose. Ooh, more biased. Ooh. Um, ESPN is giving Michigan a forty-nine percent chance to win. Penn State a fifty. It's like good whistle attempt there, Grant. I, I give Michigan. I'm a little bit below Grant. I think Michigan's overall better. Now, this all predictions could come crashing down in belief based off of what happens tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're changing percentages live. I would say 63% chance to win. Slightly below grants. Yeah, I'd say Michigan and Penn State would win out of 10 times at home, probably like four so out of 10. I just don't trust James Franklin to do anything smart in a close game. Three and a half to four out of 10. It'll be a trick play. I do think trick play on both sides. The problem probably. is that James Franklin will just have some massive. Like he always does, and you're like ah, shit, maybe next year, another mediocre to ten win point, Penn was... State season. When they lose to F four field to Michigan State, don't you worry, Grant. I would say you no. control your own destiny. We'll take care of business for you. <laughs> Let's ride. Um, Alex, what's your favorite stat or metric you like to look at for uh, comparing college football teams in games? I know it's not my favorite, but I know what you're talking about. I'm guessing. What is it? I don't know. What is it, Grant? You tell me. That's Team what talent. I, I don't want to say it. You love that. I do think it. it and guess what? It, uh, Penn State's better on paper, talent-wise. They have a more talented roster. What I've realized is that you know what Defensive the end. talent composite doesn't um, account for? Coaching. No. Oh, yes. but Oh, co- coach talent. Um, <laughs> coach talent. There needs to be a coach talent composite score. Maturity. It doesn't account for maturity. Because right, because you have five star freshmen, five star freshmen aren't even doing shit. So it's not really right, except for Will Johnson last year. He was doing. It matters shit. for thirty eight degrees in Happy Valley during kickoff. Oh, burr. Yes, thirty eight yes. partly it's sunny. Football. I can, I cannot wait for this game. I'm, I'm excited this is the to most watch fired up I've been because I haven't I seen the play any Saturday morning. Good. I'm not even be like. I'm really excited. If they lose, will you admit that Jim knew about Connor Stallions? Oh, no, that doesn't uh, change. I think we should make a live bet. 
but be lying. You to have the to public. drink a gallon of milk and run a mile if they lose. I have to do nothing because my team's no, not involved. Because it could, it's just only a seventy percent chance to win. They could lose. They actually have a forty-nine percent chance to win. ESPN lies. No, that, they're not lying. <laughs> That's just a computer bot. Lies. Um, what? No, Michigan State, Ohio State preview. Right. Thirty-one point spread. I think Michigan State covers. I didn't think you guys would want to talk about it. <laughs> All right, you're I don't want to talk about it. I think we lose thirty-one. No, to three, so we cover. I've repl- I've replaced the games with like the coaching search because I think that's more enjoyable for you. <laughs> yeah, guys to talk it's about. not because Evan just thinks Brian Hartline's the only answer. You guys get in a fight every time, and I like you it. Think old, washed-up coaches that can't win. Name someone no, besides Brian Hartline for the people, Evan. You have to give at least one other option. Why? Because what if Brian Hartline said no? Well, well, your whole fan base wants Urban or nobody, so he's yeah, just doing the same thing with Brian Hartline. I'm just saying, can you give... J- well, why would he say no? Which you say just so Can good. you just give one other person so <laughs> that we at least know what you're thinking besides some shiny toy that's never been un- unveiled? Oh, so you do admit he's a shiny in toy. In your head, not in mine. That's so a win. you do admit... I admit that you love him. I'll uh, that. Yes, I will admit that. You have a weird obsession with yeah. him, and it brings you happiness. Ben Johnson, Alex. There you go. You're not serious, Evan. <laughs> Christ. I just wanted one. I just want to know what you actually think about coaches that are reasonable to uh, obtain, and you just can't give one person. Oh, Grant, bye. Uh, Lane Kiffin. All right. I can live with that. Did I leave? Yeah, I don't see your face anymore. I can see you, Grant. Oh. Lane Kiffin, me. I can live with that. I can hear you. Let's get on the Lane train. Dabble Sweeney. We said realistic, Kevin. <laughs> Lane Kiffin's not even realistic. Table Sweeney's actually realistic. People might want him he fired from said, Clemson. He kind of said he wasn't leaving after they beat Notre Dame. But they could fire oh. him, but I don't think they will. He's He won natties. He Clemson would be the dumbest program of all time if they fired him. I want... An NFL know, head guys? Anyone? He likes Cliff. He likes attractive offensive Cliff Kingsbury would be nice. <laughs> Lincoln Riley? Uh, I'll take Lincoln Riley. What about, like... I'm not saying he would go to that. No, I'm just I want Jason Candle. I was going to say, what about him? I'll Hell take yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. talk myself into Nick Saban it. was a Matt coach. Nick Saban coached at Toledo. I don't, I don't love Jason Candle, but... Kevin Megger. Coach Kevin Megger at Toledo Rockets. I know where Nick Saban coached. That was really not um, good options. Well, I never got to give my yeah, one just, stat about the coaching search that either will discourage you or make you feel well, better. Um, programs since it's since 2019, I believe, excluding um, the Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley hires. So take those out. Because those were just every coach has a winning record when they got hired. Oh, Jesus Christ, Evan. Let's not be ridiculous. Um, Power five Chip Kelly, openings, like teams that are hiring. That Power five teams that are hiring. We've gone through it twice in four years. Yeah, Evan, I said this set will either discourage you or encourage you. Or you want to care. Power five openings Fuckers. since 2019, besides Lincoln, Riley, and Brian Kelly. There's been no – a Power 5 school has not poached another Power 5 coach. So that mm. 
they've got, I guess I should say power five head coach. I mean, they've gotten like power five coordinators to go to well, whatever. So Lansing comes. So right. Lance Mike Leopold, coming. Mike Elko, Mike Elko, Jonathan Smith. If they were to get one of those guys, that would be slightly unprecedented. Asterisk, asterisk two stat doesn't matter. I'm just being, but Luke Fickle was going to the big 12. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I just wanted to shit. I get your point. So it's either going to be like, oh, we're not going to get anyone exciting. But then that also tells you that is every year, Evan, is the is the coaching pool that that great that can't miss. So you can't even acquire Pat Narduzzi if you wanted. You wouldn't lose a power five job. Narduzzi's supposed to get fired. He's two and seven. His record at Pitt is can acquire him. They've never won anything there. You guys should take Shiano. That would be. That would be electric. I would not watch. I would watch. I'm lying. But I would not want to. Because that would suck. Anybody that I want. There's like. That's my thing, though. There's no one that you want, but like this is every year's. Like you didn't want Mel Tucker. You got to dig deep. I was ready. I was. You guys need to lower your standards. I was ready to take Jamie Chadwell after Harbaugh went to the NFL. Jamie Chadwell. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to take Jason Candle. I'm willing to take Matt Campbell. Perfect. Oh, you were good with Matt Campbell? Yes. Dude, there's literally no there Matt Campbell's a better candidate than Lance. Wow. They play soon, don't they? Ooh, they, they just did. Kansas they, they just play. Big for Lance. Tough for your argument. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying Matt Campbell like also made it to Big 12 championship. But Evan, we reached out to Matt That's Campbell and we hired Mel Tucker oh, and Matt Campbell talked mad shit about our program. You still want that guy? Yeah. He said we were garbage and <clears> he would never coach there. And now he wants to come. Because he doesn't like Iowa State. Oh, show you gotta you gotta Whoosh. send the link, to Alex. That's a big accusation. It is a big accusation. I'll give you that. But he he now wants our job, and we're not. We don't want him. So Jason Candle, Jason Candle, not on the list. Candle, Matt Campbell, Brian Hartline, oh, Dana Holgram. You dude, he's gonna get fired from Houston. <laughs> That'd be electric. Uh, Sonny Dykes. He's old. Who's Air Force's coach? Oh. You take Air He's Force been there a coach, long time, dude. and they, well, just, they just lost, lost Army. Army. Or James Madison. They James, James Madison's coach. coach, also like 63 years old. Who Evan. cares? Tom is care. 70. Yeah, but you can't start at a power. You can't go from James Madison to a power five. Come on. They've been in the FPS for one whole that year. That was ignorant. You can talk about age, but that's ignorant. They would kick a lot of teams' ass. He's a good coach, whoever he is. Yeah, but I don't want him. That that's that simple. You know how hard it is to get bumped up a division, and then you're top twenty five your first year. That's insane. Alex, who is, year, do you have the is. receipts of who was on my original wish list? Uh, if, if I just type in Brian Hartline, I could probably find it. Oh, right, probably we gotta get that at some point, though. We do need to go over this. Evan. I need to know who Evan wants because he's been skirting the question with Brian Hartline answers for weeks. Oh, couldn't find it. One A. I got him. Until it hits him and in it the is the yucky list. Number one. Ryan Jack Harline. Number one. Jim Leonard. Unemployed. I believe he's unemployed. Huh? Or he's a quality <laughs> no, control assistant. Illinois. Illinois. Yep. David Shaw. Unemployed. Oh? Huh? No. Dude, that would be so bad. David Shaw. He sucks. I would take David Shaw. Oh. He can't Dude, recruit. It'd be so bad. <laughs> He's never recruited without academic restrictions. Evan, I'm trying to help you. Dude, you we don't want David Shaw. I would take David Shaw. Three, 
Pat Fitzgerald. Tommy Reese. Oh, yeah, yeah. on that Sunday morning. Brian Hartline. <laughs> and then uh, then you responded after that and said 1A, Brian Hartline. Then you said Drew Stanton. Yes. <laughs> hey. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm in my bag. And at one point, you, you liked Jake Dickert for, <laughs> because you liked his name. Yeah. Can you imagine being our coach's Dickert? Uh, no, I don't want any more jokes personally, but. <laughs> oh, come on. And I'll be honest, as a friend, your list, I don't love it. It was stinky. <laughs> I don't it's love my own stinky list. list. I don't love my own list. I'd be 100% honest. I, I need to look at the date of that soon. We might need an update tomorrow morning from you after you sleep I'm on it. I'm going to have to give a new update. Canada, so. I'm going to have to do a deep dive and research of who I want. That was sent on September 10th, so that was early in the season. That was the day after. But that was literally the boy, day after. Boy, is that a poopy list. No, that, that was Sunday Pat morning. Gerald Evans' list, he says. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know. Bill O'Brien might as well be on your list too, Evan. Actually, you like I don't mind him. I'll be honest. Oh, I do not want him. Well, he's going to be out of the Better than David Shaw. Now we oh, can move I'm on, Brandon. All right. Um, NFL, big picture. The only thing I really want to get off my chest, Arthur Smith needs to be fired. Hate talking about a man's job, but he's just a buffoon. Um, Baltimore kicking Seattle's butt made me feel better about the Lions in a Lamar weird way. Lamar is so good against the NFC. Eventually, Evan's going to have to sing Lamar's praises. We'll get him to eventually. When he when he hoisted Lombardi, I think he'll admit it. Yeah, I hope so. Um, will not win. CJ Stroud so validation good. feels good. So we good. on him. Um, pre-draft. Ohio State wasted we Stroud. Boys. Can't believe they didn't win the title with him. Actually, reliable Ruggles in CJ Stroud's career. <laughs> yeah, yeah what about them? they would have won the. Uh, yeah, easy. The uh, Bengals they broke the best win theory little theory we had going on because they had the best win against the Niners last week and they handled the business against the Bills and they're kind of sticking it to you, Alex, because you were f- quick to write them off. They are looking really. Joe good. Burrow has always been my guy. Hemi. He's got a was calf. His calf is back now, yep. so he's good. Healthy Joe Burrow. I was writing off unhealthy Joe Burrow. That's what I was writing off. Mm, convenient to say. Good now. for Cincinnati. Did you know? Fun fact. Yeah, my big that. picture thought the entire AFC North would be in the playoffs right now. I think the Bengals are in last. I'm starting to get nervous. The Eagles aren't going to fumble the one seed. And they're going to keep winning games by like three points. No, they have to lose. It's a brutal stretch gonna, coming up. They're going to lose right. at least one we game. We need some losses because we need the one seed to advance to our goals of the Super Bowl. <laughs> our goals, if we look at back Speaking at our goals, that, I don't think that's what we said. <laughs> but things change. No. We went we went from like win a playoff one game. playoff game to, win the Super Bowl. To, to winning the NFC as a whole after we beat the Chiefs. It was just one game without Travis Kelsey. I was like, yep, NFC's ours. Not wrong. Um, let's get into our awards. We'll go one at a time down. Evan, would you like to start with the offensive MVP for the Detroit Lions as I saw through the season? Ooh, offensive MVP. It's going to be my guy, Amonro St. Brown. Um, that was mine, too. That's not mine. Oh, okay. Well, uh, it's not that uh, 
he might not be the most sexiest stats. He's not having the best year. He's only had two touchdowns on the year. Um, however, he passing game, he drives the bus. Um, just always gets open. Sure hands. Uh, I think without him, you can kind of see where our offensive is. A little more stagnant. And he's super underappreciated, like we hinted on uh, either last week or a couple of weeks ago, how not really that many people. Yeah, NFL sleeps on him hard. Outside of like the NFC North, really know who he is. Unless you're a diehard football fan. So my MVP is Amonra St. Brown, offensive MVP. There's other people more deserving, but I think he drives the bus offensively. Alex, who's yours? Uh, the bus driver himself, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. All right. It's hard to disagree. With I that. just think like if we threw in like a, a Derek Carr or like someone shitty like that, like we <laughs> would be, we would not be good. Like Jared is doing things that are impressive, and yes, Amonri gets open a lot, but Jared's hitting them in stride. Usually, they have an unbelievable connection. Yeah, unbelievable! Now that that was Hell worthy, yeah, that was unbelievable. Crazy. I was going to say David Montgomery, but he All hasn't right. played enough. I want to start defensive MVP because I love my pick. It's it's the shock value in your face. It's Alex Anzalone. He's the defensive MVP of this no football shock team value through there. halfway through the season. Because Why? everyone's been blowing their load over him for a month. But if you had said that before the season, you would have been laughed off the show. We were trying to trade him or like draft up his replacement. You but he's were. been our stalwart on the defense. You no, were. I've always been an Alex supporter. Evan was. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. <laughs> All right, uh, Evan, who's your DMVP? Defensive MVP. Oh, God. Mm. Evan's thinking. You came up with the question, You should have answers. <laughs> no, I know, but I don't want to say a guy because, and then uh, I also be like, you, dude, you can't use. You, you can, can say, say anybody you, you want. You can say anyone yes. I want. Aaron Glenn, if you want. I'm gonna, that's my guy. I'm going to say Aaron Glenn for fixing the defensive oh, line. Yes, for fixing the run game. Not so much the pass rush. Pass rush is still oh, okay. poo-poo. But the run game, now, instead of everybody doing whatever they want, now they at least have to throw the ball on us. So I, I would right. say him, Aaron Glenn, fixing the run game. We're, I think, pretty sure last time I knew we were top five in run game. Run defense. I don't know how much that changed after the Ravens game. But um, Aaron Glenn, fixing the run game. I'll go um, Cam Sutton for locking one side of the field down. It's pretty nice to have. And I don't think we notice it because no one throws the ball at him. They tried to a little bit, uh, Devontae. You know, sorry, Jimmy G is really shitty, but still helps my argument. Hasn't given up much this year at all. And that's helpful. Especially since we used to have Jeff Okuda. Bad football player. Jeff Good pick. And Jeff Okuda decapitated um, KJ Osborne this year, this week. So, mm, I didn't know who that was, but I did see the hit. I didn't pay attention close enough. That's crazy. Uh, Alex, you lead us off for Rookie of the Year for the Detroit Lions. Brian Branch. Pretty hard to argue. I love Gibbs, but Branch is a game changer. Well, I got an argument for you. Uh, it's Sam Laporta, and I think that's hard. They're all good because he has been the he's been the most steady, and he's made the impact in the most consecutive amount of games for this team. And he's really never maybe one down game, maybe, but he's always healthy. He's out there. He makes big catches. 
very reliable. He's a good football player. Sam, we're blessed with good rookies. Shout out Brad Campbell or Brad Campbell, Brad Holmes, whoever. Brad Campbell. I looked back at the draft text the other day. Dan Someone Holmes. here <laughs> was cursing the name of our first four draft picks, but turned out okay. Did they better start? I think all I'm saying. I didn't say who said it. I, mean, he, I just said they, someone was saying that it was their well, bad I know. Picks. I said they better start. Don't and tell Alex. Well, half the games, Gibbs did not start and Campbell did not start. So Campbell still doesn't my start. My overall give of the year also is Sam Laporta for all the facts that Grant said. Um, Laporta's eases Laporta. up the offense, makes everything easier for Ben Johnson, Colin plays, and for Jerry Goff. Hell yeah. Hey, there's something different um, for when Sam Laporta catches a pass, and then instead of like Brock Wright. Oh or, no, no one's disputing that Sam Laporta is really good. Brock Wright, you know, he does his best. He's no Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta better than ever. Like just, just like visually appealing. He's a visually appealing tight end. He looks so coordinated when he catches the football. When it's Brock Wright, you think he's going. I to said the, he was Travis Kelsey and George Kittle <laughs> preseason. Like they made love. They made and they love and Sam, Sam Laporta popped out to six seven or whatever. Six five. <laughs> Expressionless face, even though he talks, talks trash, a lot of shit. Apparently. Um, Evan, I'll let you start for comeback. Was this comeback player of the year, or was this like comeback in a game? Uh however you wanted to de- determine. But there's that. only one answer then. Why does Evan get to go first? We say it on three, the comeback player of the year. Oof. Now I might feel dumb. Actually, I just thought—I actually just thought of one that could be a sneaky one. Mm, all right, Evan, your your category, you first. All right, I'm gonna say the elf. I could say yeah, one that could be a sneaky one that you don't really think doesn't of. have to be sneaky. Just say what you uh, want. Okay. I'm gonna say David Montgomery. Not Does so that much that the he category? didn't do anything wrong because he's injured last year. He wasn't even on our team last year. Are we? However, Alex, just continue. He revived his career of finding an offense that actually fits him, and a play caller that can actually right. use his skills. That's certainly an out of the box. What's the difference between getting? Alex, what's the difference between like, like coming back from an injury or just like? Well, I thought David Montgomery. I've always thought he was good, so like I didn't think like he was going to come in here. And I thought stop. he was good, but like I thought he was way better than Jamal Williams. But he's been. He's been top five fantasy football good, which is I know it's not the best, but he's been like really yeah, good to he's, start. Did you hurt. think Dave Montgomery was gonna be that good to start the year? Mm, probably not that good. Like backpack basically backpack. I knew he was really good because you know he has the run. So the run. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the NFL run? The college run belongs to paint. Have you seen the run though? The NFL run. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Big cat Packers. Uh, my comeback player of the year is going to be Tracy Walker. Because he was injured. That's the pick the first game. And he's come back, and CJGJ went down, and he stepped in nicely. And he's been yes. very resilient, and he's playing hard. And she still hits really hard. Good for him. Can't I'm going to go with can. the... Uh, that's okay. No one really can out there. <laughs> Do your job, Tracy. He was my obvious pick. I'm going to go outside the box so we all differentiate. Differentiate. I'm going to go with Riley Patterson, the kicker, who was exiled from our football team because we didn't want him, and now we brought him back, and I think he's only missed one or two kicks this year, so good for him. And he's been steady. He, he missed he's that 27 yards against the Raiders, which was gross, but yeah. Bendy, yeah. not a fan Besides for some that, reason. I don't know why. He's going to hate but, that pick. 
He's, gonna he's missed two pick, field goals this year. He's a comeback player of the year. He was like, he could be way worse. I, I didn't hate Badger. Um, kind of feel bad for the guy. Sure. Money Badger was fine. Um, I'll take most exciting player to watch, Jameer Gibbs. Not fair. I'm the original Gibbs gang. You can take him as well. I just wanted him. He's exciting. Well, I'm taking him I'm too. a sicko. I'm going to say – I'm saying Jack Campbell. And exciting in a different wow. way because I'm a sicko because anytime that I see him on the field, I just stare at him the entire time. I don't even watch the snap. Don't even watch where the ball is. I stare at Jack Campbell. That's pretty – something. I do that with Hutch sometimes. You end up. Oh, I I hate watch Hutch a lot of times. I will just watch him most of the time. Get double teamed and do nothing. Hey, eyeballs are eyeballs. <laughs> do nothing, and then I scrub the TV telling him to do something, but it's really not as fuck as getting double teaming with zero pass rush anybody else. So Gibbs gang for me for sure. Who? Um, who needs to play more? I'll go first. Anyone? Alex. Jack Campbell. Oh. I was thinking I'd like to see him out there a lot Still more. Still a little too much Derek Barnes for me. And a little too much Rodrigo. He's <laughs> or Rodrigo. He's just not a great not a great linebacker. No wonder our run defense was cheats with him con- starting. I almost wanted to be contrarian. Say a off the wall name, but I'm going to stick with the obvious one. I'm going to say JMO. I think you just I don't even want to watch him play football anymore. If he's going if he's, if he's to hurt us by dropping footballs, I think we just need one game where he has 20 drops. Did that so we can just Baltimore. completely write him he off. Because... horrendous in that game. No, I need Dude, he was need so, drop he was so need bad like, in that football game. Jared threw one up and he can't even like, track the ball. Sorry, this is not a. They J-Mo weren't great game. throws. It was but windy. It, it wasn't the best. They were down twenty five. I, I need a game in a dome where he drops twenty footballs, so I can actually write him off because I can't yet because I still think he's pretty good. And the Tampa Bay play, as much as he drops the Baltimore one, he caught the Tampa Bay one that really separated and won us the game. So I just need more. It just stretched the field. There's a reason he's not on catch. the field. Stretch that field, Evan. Who needs to play more? Wavis and Williams. Our entire, our entire healthy offensive line needs to play more. Play more together. Oh, so basically get healthy. Pick. Evan, I feel like you get made healthy. these questions so you could have out of the box answers <laughs> that are better than ours. Did you've had you could have said comeback player of the year was the offensive line. You've had you have got answers for everything. Well, they were good last year. Yeah, who needs to play more? Is the offensive line needs to play more together? We haven't, we've barely seen but that. They're not play playing together because they're injured. I thought the question was playing because yeah. our coaching staff is not playing them. Who needs to play more? It, it's just an open ended question. All right, I'm going, going yes so no out questions. of the box for the next one. Who needs to play more? Dan Campbell needs to suit up and actually play more. I think that was the last listed one. I did bring up, I did add one that I thought would be good to ask. What was the most fun win you've watched so far this year for the Lions? Oh, hands down, Green Bay Packers. Because it is literally mm. beating the crap out of it. In-division uh, rival on the road Thursday night. I know the Amazon Prime kind of loses its luster. But primetime standalone game. And you just absolutely... Uh, how do I want to say this? Yeah, but it's more oh. like humiliate them like, in, on their own 
Like there's no question about it that we are the kings. We are the kings of the The division now. And just basically prove how good we are to them. I have a biased answer. Being in Kansas City for the game was pretty cool. So I have a biased answer as well. It's would not be up there for most people, but the Panthers were at that game. It was kinda cool. It was cool, but also like, it was like what happened in that football. It was game. like the first time watching a, t- a Lions team that was already good just destroy a team and make them look like they're in a different league, like a JV team. Because the interception that led right to the trickery Sam Laporta play, and you just go up like twenty-one points, and I was like, "Oh my god, we're we're just so that's where the All Blues and I, I really love like, the oh All my Blues. God. Big fan. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Bonus question. Yeah. So, bonus question. What do you guys think of the Grays with the blue helmet on Monday Night Football? Better or okay. worse? Bad I combo. I thought it looked a little better. Good helmet, bad combo. It was better than expected. If you just would have cut off all pictures, just cut off all pictures from like midsection or shoulder pads and up, they looked great because you had blue. You had the blue, blue on the jerseys. was actually not bad. Blue on the jerseys. As soon as you got to the pants, the pants are straight gray. There's nothing there. There's no blue or anything to accent into like the Lions also made watching, the uniform look worse by picking a very bad model. Ian Hutchinson. That doesn't matter about the a game. A pasty house. white guy yeah, when in an all gray uniform with your chin straps like hanging off the helmet made it look so much shittier than it actually is. It's still a bad uniform, but I I will now say it's not the worst uniform in NFL history, which is what we were saying preseason. Because Jameer Gibbs made it look pretty good. good. It's, it's the worst uniform in the this league year, this year. 100%. So far, I can't say I've seen a worse one. Yeah. It's just it's not like it's ugly. It's just goofy. Um, I mean, there's potential. I still don't love the helmet. It, it shined well. It's a cool. It looks good look under the it, lights of an indoor stadium. Just it would so, look like shit on a understand. They don't put stripes on the those grays and the white pants. Like just put stripes on the side of your pants to Adam's point. Add blue and white in your pants. Get rid of the gray uniforms in general. That'd be nice. I think they're gone after this year. I think we're good. I think they're gone after this year. So yeah. I think they're dead. I don't think we have fashion. I still don't like Seattle's neon green uniforms, Grant. There's no way you like those. Seattle's neon green, but they didn't. They didn't wear those. No, I like those. They, they wore those sicko. sick throwbacks that were naughty. They still naughty. can. They oh. still can. They can wear those green uniforms because they were already grandfathered in. That's bullshit. No, like I love when they go when they go all neon with the green pants too. I love. What are we it. wearing on Thanksgiving? Alex, on the field, just regular, uh, <laughs> traditional, or throwback. Hopefully, the Thanksgiving classic. They haven't worn those in five years. years. Are sharp. We wore those two Just years ago. Plain colors, Did we? gray, blue, gray, no stripes, nothing. Those are hot. Yeah. We didn't we wear, wear those. The only time the pants should have no stripes. They're I'll naughty. That. <laughs> naughty. When I play with them on Madden, I'd always wear those because I didn't like the home uniforms a couple we years ago. Blacks. Could you believe that the Lions used to have black face masks for no reason? <laughs> like permanent black face masks is the worst look in sports. At least our uniforms now are way better than the Millen. You were a full-time supporter, Alex. What? You were a full-time season supporter ticket when they had the support. black face mask. My yeah. ass in the seats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
Um, I think we got to push Pistons and Red Wings yeah, to another day. Yeah, uh, I have one quick, 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 quick comment. Pistons. Well, we still have dog one shit segment. Dog shit. Dog shit. Have been, always will be. Are you ready to admit that the Trailblazers was a must win with the schedule coming up? No, Grant. I'm just, willing to admit that no need to every game doesn't pistons. matter because we suck again and I'm not watching. And I thank God I didn't pay for bally shitty sports. It's just crazy to think that I, I had this depressing thought in my kitchen the other day I, that when I was a kid, when I was, you know, 10, no, like I would have been three plus seven, seven years old. The only thing I would ask every year for Christmas, Pistons tickets. Never and I remember it. being so excited getting to go see a regular season game for Christmas to watch them play Dwayne Wade and Shaq for the Miami Heat. What a treat that was. And now I'm at the point where I'm getting texts from Evan that number seven is starting and I just hammer FanDuel the other team's spread. That's how far the Piston fandom has fallen and how sad it is for those. I, actually, I feel really bad, too, for the generation just younger than us that doesn't know the going to work Pistons. All they know is an ineptitude, and Blake Griffin is the best Piston they've ever seen. That is so gross. <laughs> That's disgusting. So depressing. I got Pistons jerseys At least three years in seven. a row when I was a kid. It was awesome. Chauncey, Ben, They Rasheed, consumed my life. Three years ago. I was Ben Wallace for yeah. Halloween. I was actually telling people at work I used to rip dress up on Halloween with an afro. Ben Wallace jersey. Walk. And I was like, and I was not the only one. There was a lot of kids that did that. That's how important they were the best team we had. Red Wings are good too, but that's yeah, crazy. This sucks. That's how far we've fallen. The coach is just trying to prove a point right now that you have to play better defense. It's stupid. So is Monty Williams Jane a bad coach? It, were we wrong for wanting him? No, I don't think so. I think he's just – we were wrong for making him the highest paid coach in NBA history. Yes, we that was stupid. energy and effort into the Pistons this year. I watched wrong two effort. games and I enjoyed them. They won one of them. <laughs> You're right. It sucks, but I don't want to believe that because I just want them to be competent. It does suck. It's dark. Now call me a sicko, sicko loser. I'm still holding out hope for when they get like the five start or role players that are out. One starter, Bogdanovich is out. He'll start, but the rest, I just want to see what they look like with all of them. Next category. Are we still trash? Red Wings are sick. That's all I'm going to say. They well, beat the Bruins. I don't find nothing right now. Right opens. So, all right, they beat the Bruins. That's a huge win for them. They show that they belong. Yep. I watched the highlights of the game. It was sick. They scored three goals in a row. Good awesome. news is the Pistons get to play the Bucks tomorrow. So, that will go over well. Warriors yesterday. And I yep, saved it for last. Get over it. Bucks, Sixers. Saved it for Bulls. last for get you guys. To it and get over it. So, we don't have to spend two times. Because I, I say it for us, I know people will probably be like, oh, lead with the show. No, it's not a big deal. It's a basketball game. James Madison, though, really tough loss for you guys. What are your actual takeaways from it? If anything, or are you just writing it off as like build character, be better in the future? I think writing it off would be a little. I'll, I'll say it this. happened. Get to take it on the they team. lost. They got Jim. punched in the mouth. They thought they were good. <laughs> they are good. It's it's dumb to say that Michigan State is not good. We watched the team go to the Sweet 16 last year. They're they have more talent this year. They're not a bad basketball team. However, it is the only concern I have is that when your your leaders on the team that have are older than the Pistons starting five, and my guy AJ uh, Akins 
And I know Tyson Walker scored 35, but if Tom is telling me he played like shit, then he played like shit. And that's just what I'm going to believe. So if those three guys plus Malik Hall, Malik. God damn it. I can't. Post we said players. it last year about Malik Hall. I don't know what Tom's like he's weird, lovey obsession with Malik is, but it's got to stop. I can't watch it anymore. I think it's because he can guard multiple positions. Oh, fine, does, that's fine. Most of the time, he does a little thing. That's right. fine. He can't go ISO ten but times. He a is game. a he is a he is a black hole when it comes. He, to He gets the ball. He does not throw it out. He throws up some absolute dumper shot. He got blocked by James Madison kids over and over again. He needs to understand his role. And that gets my point. These these leaders on the team need to get everyone to work together and lead. They need to lead. They, they're, they're not little kids. They're grown-ass adults. They're our age. There's no excuses for that. And when I watch Cohen Carr and the other, not Xavier Booker, he's got an attitude problem. He needs to get that fixed. But when I watch Cohen Carr just give it his all and he's just doing everything. He's rebounding, playing defense, throwing no, cramps down. Giving his all. He's position yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing, but Evan, I can respect that he's he's yeah, giving him his all. And then I'm watching AJ true. pout and I'm watching Akins do absolutely diddly dick the whole game. And he's complaining last year. Well, he was in foul trouble in the complaining first Complaining last year, Evan, that he needs more touches and then this is what I get against James Madison. Like, we, we got to I don't feel bad for the old players, and I don't mind that they got smacked in the mouth and lost. And I think that overall they'll be fine. They'll, they're still going to be really good. And I think, that if anything, Tom's just going to, you know, just play the freshman more until the seniors and juniors can figure out that, you know, we're going to play the correct basketball, not whatever the, we watched yesterday. Malik Hall better figure it out, or I want him cut. And I will say that. <laughs> If I watch the black hole anymore, okay, you're not really gonna, you're not gonna really beat anybody if you shoot one for twenty from three. Can't get and worse. You miss fourteen to fifteen free throws. You started the game one for nine, I think, one for eight on free throws. Embarrassing. Hmm. Your best player on the team with got thirty five points, missed three free throws down the stretch to basically win the game. That's why Tom says put like shit. Take a lead. Yeah. He also shot like forty so, times. Inflated thirty. He's also the only one that could score. So, Evan, was Joey Hauser the glue guy to this whole operation? <laughs> Having Joey I would be nice. I did think of that when I was brushing my teeth. I did think of that when brushing my teeth. Joey Hauser would have hit at least a couple threes. Also, yeah. it's funny how the piece of shit Michigan State fans have nobody to blame on the losses. Now they're going to pick somebody else new because every single loss this year, everybody would point to Joey Hauser. Ago, I would push back a little. Out. AJ takes Joey a Hauser. lot of hate and deservedly so. But but Joey Hauser wasn't the grumpy person. Joey Hauser's out there giving it his all and not pouting, yelling at Tom on the sideline like AJ does. Just Michigan State fans were idiots and didn't watch basketball and just blame Joey Hauser because well, he had our fan base one mistake and everybody would overhype. I think it's also premature to write the season off after one basketball game. <laughs> and I don't think James Madison's like the shittiest team ever. Like there's worse losses you could have taken. And as Evan said, you can't shoot worse. You actually can't do that. It's almost impossible. You're not going to go one for 24 every game from three. And we have watched the AJ experience now for multiple years. He's going to have games we should have just where he's incredible. It, we weren't expecting it to be the first and game. games when he's dog shit. And that's just that is what he he's going to do. The first game, he is a roller coaster. 
I think that's the biggest gripe with everybody is that like all this shouldn't happen in the first home game of the yeah, year. It shouldn't. If you come out in prime time and you lay a goose egg against Duke and you lose by well, 15 well, 20 we points, we're gonna spoil it. I know. If that's the it case, made, if, it made it worse. Like we did just lay an egg against Duke, I think everybody would be like, well, they, you lost to Duke. Oh, well. But now it happened at home. First November loss for Izzo in his career. I took so much shit at work um, today. You have no idea. I was singing Michigan State's praise this week. week. Uh, I can't wait for basketball season. I even said before I left, Michigan State's yeah. never lost in November. Hey, Alex, I have a question for you. Spanked right away. Alex, I have a question yeah, for you. I got an answer. What would you rather have, scenario A or scenario B? Scenario A, your situation exactly at work. You get razzed on. Or scenario B, you're at a high school doing your job, and every kid that you kind of coach in basketball comes up to you and starts laughing at you because of Michigan State's loss. Which one? Would it's you very have? similar because that's kind of how it went. Everyone just came up to me today and laughed at me. And like people were like huddling up to like see my reaction. So it was not great. And I was also I was also at a work event last night and watching our team play. And then I was watching Michigan State on my phone. I didn't want to, but I had you were awfully quiet. I had to bring it on. I had to bring on my phone because I was like, I can't miss the ending of this. And so then during our watch party of watching our game, people are looking at me because we had like this private room with like couches and stuff. So I'm sitting there. And people across the room are like looking at me, like waiting to see my reactions and like laughing. So it sucked. It wasn't great. But having little kids do it, I would want to punt them. So probably go with yours is worse. Hey, shout out, Brad. That meme last night actually made me get over the loss <laughs> that much faster. I was laying there chuckling in bed. Just ha 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 ha. My it final message to Michigan State fans is yes. That sucked, but Jesus Christ, we got uh, we have gotten so soft. Just take it on the chin and move on. Was there a moment though where you guys were like dark in your feels, or is it too early in the season to remotely? I mean, I cared. I was disappointed, Uh, and I told some coworkers that this is a dark spot. (laughs) I was like, "Yeah, we've hit rock bottom here." I was definitely in my feelings for a few minutes, Uh but seeing how others are reacting made me feel better because I realized that that is that is too much. Correct. I've seen people react on but Twitter their and realizing, like, I don't have that. I'm not that negative. Tomizzo doesn't lose games on purpose, um, but he's willing to lose games if he has to make a point. Just people remember that. Bermuda Triangle no, this year. I do think because of this no. that they will be better for it. They did not need a wake up call. Let's clarify that. They didn't need this to happen. That's inexcusable. No, it's a first but game. They'll be okay. Anybody that's saying the tournament's off and all this other bullshit, you need to chill out. No, no, I don't. I don't know if it affects the ceiling at all. I don't think so. I will say this: ever having gone through, I know the expectations weren't nearly as high. But when Michigan lost to Central, I was like, "Oh my god, this team's unserious." Like I did have that thought that night. I was like, "Well, seasons were screwed." Like, but granted, again, the talent was lower. The the talent is way too high for this team to not be good. You just have to get it. The only question I had. To be the 2011 Spartans, Alex. They had injuries too, though. And I know it can't get worse. I know it can't. But I did like not think about this until I was watching it. I was like, God, the three-point shooting is going to struggle compared to last year, which it, it should rebound if Malik Hall can make threes and you still have Tyson and Akins, who was like 40%. But last year, three-point shooting was a huge staple of Late a big part of Michigan State's yes. run where it was 
Hauser, Walker, and Aikens were all hitting like at an over forty percent clip. I just don't know if that's Aikens shot forty nine percent. I think on the whole entire year, he was like one of the highest three point shooters in the country. And Izzo said he's gotten even better in the offseason. Had a bad game. Tyson Walker, we know can shoot. I think I think Aikens and Walker can. But obviously, you have you don't have that third person. Xavier Booker can hit threes. The kid has to be on the floor to do that, and that means he has to uh, get to practice on time, which apparently he's not doing. And he's got to gain some weight. Like for God's sakes, he's a string pole. No, you don't have to in basketball. Jaron Jackson Chad. got had big arms. That's good. That mattered. <laughs> Colin Carr also is only going to get better, and that dude's a freak. He's my second favorite. Also, we Sissoko. need to discuss this. Ahsoka probably is not going to be starting by the end of this season. No, he I doesn't. That. I know. No, I think it. I think it's, it's sooner than. I think it's Carson Cooper's Cooper's better. And we also Jackson Kohler eventually is going to have to come back. Sissoko's minutes could dwindle. Um, I do have a text from a JMU fan. Oh, Matt! Cut out. Matt. Matt went there. Oh. Hilarious night in the group chat. He just his his take away from Michigan State. He just said, "I don't know why Izzo plays poor man's caches so much." <laughs> Trey Holloman. Oh, that was his analysis. Yeah, he, that's, that's 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 Izzo prove a point thing. That is what he's doing. Trey Holloman yeah. wouldn't be on the court if I was the coach. No, he wouldn't. And Trey, what Trey Holloman does well is he plays really good defense. His offense. I don't think he plays really good defense. Yeah, it's killing at all. Hayes over Ivy. That's what Tom Izzo's doing to the. I don't think Michigan he plays State. really good defense at all. But Grant, do you think that Michigan State is all of a sudden not a Final Four team anymore? Is that your takeaway? Because you are the classic overreact guy. No, so I, I would expect it from you. Well, you have to know this as the little you know puppet master. I'm going to keep the expectations sky high, so I can call it a flop if it falls. So it's natty or bust. It's always has, has always changed for you. Is it natty or bust? Any or bust? No, I think Big Ten, Final it's Four. Big Ten, Final Four, bust, because if you get to the Final Four, you got a chance to win the Natty. We'll talk about matchups then. There's no number two. About this, your this all is about Final Four. Two. I would, also say, I would also say if you don't host a regional in Detroit, if you will get eliminated from Detroit, this season is an absolute bust. Detroit hosts a so Elite one Eight seed. regional championship. I went through the schedule. So you have to be the one because I started panicking. You have to be in that. This hurts the. This does. This does hurt the one seed. Let me like, answer. Be in resume that. when it I looked through the schedule because I was thinking, is our seating? Are we in trouble? <laughs> Game one. Because well, I was like, because we're gonna we're gonna but take some losses because we're gonna play Duke. We're gonna play Arizona. We're gonna play Baylor. We're gonna, we're gonna lose some games. At at Purdue, right. but I looked at our schedule. It's it's reasonably favorable, <laughs> and I came up to the total that we're going like twenty. 25 and 6. So we're going to be fine. Play Purdue right, only once. You, you play Ohio first. State only once at home. Skip all the way through March. Skip all the way through March. Baylor's in Detroit. So you got to win that game. Do you s- I chalked up Arizona as a loss. Duke as a loss. Do you split I put us as a split. I put us as a split because it's just it's a rivalry wow. that's, that seems Credit to, to you. We're just lose there a lot. So I have that as a split. I have Purdue at Purdue a loss. I have at Illinois a loss. Basically, any road game against a decent team, I said we'd lose. We don't have that many decent games. I had Wisconsin at Wisconsin in a loss, and I don't actually think we're going to lose that. But I was trying to be conservative. I put Butler, and I circled that game and said Michigan State by 45. And also Southern Indiana on Thursday. I definitely could be in for a very unfortunate evening. 
I definitely do think the Butler game will be uh, more passion because it's the next respectable opponent that you have at home. And then it won't change my thing about Butler. I think Butler's going to be solid this year. I like what I saw out of the boys. They look good. Evan, do you think we- Gun to your head, do we beat Duke after this per- performance? Are you willing to lay your balls down on the line and say that Tom Izzo gets the ship turned around for that game? Maybe we were looking ahead. I wouldn't be shocked if we beat Duke. I don't think Duke's that almighty and special. Don't they have a bunch of returning players, though? They have, like, two they returning. Philip Kowski or whatever his like, name is. Sissoko's going to own that ass. Probably not. But we can get beat inside all day. Just, I'm also the guy that I trees. think you need to start the game just with a big Power 5 team. Like, look at how we played in the first game against Gonzaga versus how we played James Madison. But also, could this be a trend with the team because you came out and stunk against Tennessee, Power 5 opponent, come out and stunk against bad starts? I missed that last part. Would you rather... St- Oh, sorry. The bad starts. I'm just saying bad, back-to-back bad starts to start the year. Is it going to be a trend for the rest of the start of the season? No. I mean, we're we're a typically slow-starting team, and what? we usually play really well in the second half. That's just been the Izzo mantra, it seems, for years. We we can Not start really. hot, but like last Would year you? we had a lot of games where we just were slow-starting. Uh, not Marquette, not USC. Uh, the end of the season, Evan, was, that was home. a different basketball team. And that is actually what matters. So that is what we're trying to get better for is March, not now. It's okay. That's that's it's it's the long game. Look, but everyone can, they can but it's way. it is why the long game. I get, I get why and anybody that's watched Michigan State basketball has watched this team lose shitty games because every college basketball team does it. It just compounded everything because your football season got football shot. made I understand why people yes. were Tuesday. I get it. Got to relax. Got to trust the process. Would you Would you rather lose a bye game to James Madison at home or continue to play on an aircraft carrier in a shitty product of basketball? Aircraft carrier. It's at least cool to say that we're the right. only school to do it twice. Right. You guys did have a bad Notre Dame Got loss. Holy cow, I just looked at the schedule. Notre Dame. Killed oh, by that. Corby, we had that Iowa game. Corby Bryant. So we're up 12. I'm in the last. <laughs> That it was that was later they lost in the Texas year. Southern that was later went to the, the final year. four that year. Your early losses were Will Gonzaga, but that's not a bad loss. Alabama, not a bad loss. Notre Dame, and then Northwestern back to back, and then you're right two the losses ship, in like row. ten wins in a row. Yeah, the the this is college basketball. People lose shitty games all the time. Anarchy. That's why I Anarchy. love it so much. Because it's such a and sicko sport, as Grant said, and. And it's yeah. not like football where like when Michigan season's not State, done, your whole season's over. This is completely different. You could lose right. 10 games and you'd be a seven seed or a six seed and go to the Sweet 16, uh, what we did last year. That's why I didn't had no need to troll or start the show with it because it's really not that big of a deal to me. And I know it's it not sucks, spicy for Michigan but fans, but I don't really care. I am in on James Madison, though. They got some dogs pretty good. on their team. They deserve it. Except for that uh, – the white kid with the Racine hairline, he is clueless when dribbling the basketball. They had some players that I thought, like, our, their forwards were better than Malik Hall. Like, we could have traded. The kid from New York that was draining the one-on-one step-back shots in the end of the regulation. <laughs> Good for him, though. Oh. And flashbacks to the Kansas State kid from last year's game. They'll be just fine. All right. <laughs> Until they're not. That's the show, episode 140.
<laughs> Cheers to Connor Stallions and playing Penn State this weekend. Cheers. Cheers to a suspension tomorrow that actually is going to make everything we said at the start of the show irrelevant. Southern Indiana getting... Well, he walked. Horrible.